Hey, this is Alex with Bass and Brews. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So easy, Paul can do it. Welcome to Bass and Brews Podcast Live. This was kind of a, a, a special episode we're going to get in this week. I'm Paul, Paul Roberts. I'll be your guest. Well, no, I won't be your guest tonight. I'll be your host tonight. And let me tell you something. We got a hell of a good show lined up for you. So y'all y'all get on there. Now, I... This is the first time we're going live on Facebook. So if you're on Facebook and it ain't working, go to YouTube under Swamp Rat Fishing in YouTube and go there because I ain't sure if Facebook is working. But if it is, anybody on Facebook, let me know. Give me a thumbs up. Now, look, we got Nate Shagnon, Ken Wood, and hopefully Ted, the Guardian, is going to join us here shortly. He's running a little bit late. And we run a little bit late. But anyway, this is Bass and Brews, so shit ain't going to go right. We're going to talk about these Northeastern guys headed down to Florida, got about a half a day of pre-fishing in down at the Kissimmee Chain for the KBF, Trail 1 and 2, and the Timbitational. This is their story. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be fun. I think we have we we've got a great story. If Ted shows up, we got a great story on on the Guardian. If y'all ever seen that Ashton Kutcher movie, be ready. Oh shit, there he is. He's in the green room. Okay, good night. I love you. Ted's here, so we got Ted the Guardian. He's going to be telling his story. Then we got Kim Wood, Nate Shagnan. They they've been around the block, y'all. They've been in here fishing for a while. They they be winning stuff. They be winning money. Take people money, and so y'all get ready. Grab you a drink, coffee, Pepsi Cola, some liquor, some White Claw Surge, whatever you got, because these got eight eight alcohols in them, so they delicious too. White Claw, hey we're gonna get in it right now. Bass and Brews live. Let's go, hell. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? What's going on? Yeah, I'm good. What's up, guys? Hey, hey, Nate. I know you've been on like 85 podcasts. Turn, turn your phone the other way, Hoss. There we go. This, this, this Ooh, professional, professional podcast in here. We can't have the up and down video. We got to have the landscape view. Thank you. So, how y'all fellas doing tonight? Doing good. 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 All right. 
let's get this started. We're going to get right into it. So what did anybody bring a beverage to crack open? Uh-oh. Ted the Guardian. Ted the Guardian's grabbing his water. <laughs> a little right, apple juice for you. What you drinking tonight, Shags? Uh, Mountain Dew. <laughs> Wonderful. I love a good Mountain Dew, man. That's some North Carolina stuff right there. What you drinking, Ted? My uh, patented apple juice, man. The drink of champions. Hold on. You said patented apple juice? Yeah, I'm all about the apple juice, man. Anybody that knows me knows I carry a jug with me everywhere I go. So, hold up. You said patented, though. Did you make your own apple juice? No, no. It's just my my thing, my trademark kind of deal. Do you so have diabetes yet? Apple- <laughs> I'm on my way, Kevin. I'm on my way. <laughs> Working so, on it one sip at a time. <laughs> is it your apple juice that you patented and trademarked, or is it somebody else's apple juice you claim it? It's uh, Apple and Eve, so it's it's somebody else's, but I I very much claim it. I would say. Okay, so all right, all right, all right, cool. Ken, what you got there, buddy? I got water, or I, I guess I got a little little diet coke here. I'm trying to drink water now, though. Well, you should. Water is good for digestion. It is good for not getting the cramps, and it's really healthy for you. Golden Corral is pretty good for digestion as well. Who is? Golden Corral. The term trademark. (laughs) My my fat ass, I wanted to wear my Bass and Brews t-shirt that I got a couple weeks ago, but I washed it last week, and I put it on the other day, and the the sun bitch shrunk so much that – it would have it, it would look like a crop top, I guess is what you call it. It'd have been a belly shirt. You'd have been seeing my semi hair hair belly by the water. Anyway, I'm drinking the white claw surge deliciousness. So let's roll. Ted, introduce yourself, brother. Um, Ted Douglas. I'm pretty new to tournament fishing, really. I've kayak fished for years. Um, I do all the rigging and repair, warranty kind of stuff like that at Three Bells Outfitters. Um, and yeah, so uh, Invitational and the Kissimmee Trail was my first real trail event. Uh, I've done some other like smaller events, but uh, yeah, that was my first one. I got you. Uh, where are you from? I'm from Niantic, Connecticut. Okay. Mm-hmm. How long you been fishing? Uh, fishing my whole life, kayak fishing, probably the last five, six years, something like that. Okay. So you've been in it a while and, and mm-hmm. you're just now getting into that big tournament scene. Yeah, definitely. It's been a lot of uh, fun. I started with like the, uh, like the online tournaments and stuff through KBF last year doing the, uh, the, um, chronic trips ones and stuff as Nate knows about and, uh, I had a lot of fun with that, so I figured I'd start trying to do the like the in-person live events, and it's been fun so far. Sort of fun. Yeah, sort of fun. We're going to get into Ted the Guardian story here in a minute. Ken, I you don't need an introduction for most of the people that are either going to watch this or listen to it, but for shits and giggles, tell us who you are. Uh, yeah, my name's uh, Ken Wood. Um, 
God, I don't know. Uh, I run uh, Massachusetts Kayak Bassin. Um, I started Elite Kayak Fishing, which is a regional trail last year with Jason Gardner and Adam O'Rourke. Um, I've been doing tournaments for a long time, been fishing out of kayak since 2007. Um, started doing the national tournaments back in 2016 and, you know, just spend a lot of time fishing, a lot of time fishing, not in the winter. I take the winters off. I don't do that ice fishing stuff. Oh shit. Go ahead, Nate. Damn. I can't cut you off like that. We just went to Florida in January. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> in the winter. I don't ice fish. I don't do that ice fishing thing. He was pretty clear about I don't do that winter fishing, and then he followed it up after the Matt Pangrack polls. If you listen to BTL, you know what I'm talking about. After the polls, he said the ice fishing. <laughs> but but that's crazy, man. Look, if I live somewhere where three to five months at the year, I couldn't put a boat in the water. I don't know. I don't know what I do. I don't know what I do. I probably have 18 kids. That's all I got to say. Don't <laughs> What's up, dog? What's up? You, you are an OG to the Bass and Brews podcast. You've been on, you've been on the live. You've been on before. You want Alex's first guest before I even came on to this debauchery. Yeah. So introduce yourself. I'm Nate Shagman. I've been fishing tournaments for four years. I'm out of uh, Taunton, Massachusetts. Um, yeah. That's about it. Oh, my word. You're going to be a man of short words today? Is this what this is going to be about? No. I'm just, <laughs> I don't know how to introduce myself, I guess. I <laughs> you listen to the first podcast, you know who I am. Well, Bo, we got, we got a bunch of new listeners since then. I mean, they don't... They ain't they ain't nobody going back to listen to the first podcast. Anyway, we'll get into this more. They'll learn Nate's gonna loosen up here for soon. I'm pretty sure. I was here swamp rats going away as well. That was only like a couple of months ago. Right. You were the first one on the live we were the first one we brought into the live show. But I can see it Nate's eyes. He he's gonna loosen up here. All right, so y'all went down to, and you're, y'all are all in, in the same area, right? The Connecticut area? Uh, me and Ken are from Mass. All right, so so Mass, Ted's from Connecticut. It's pretty much the same damn area because I'm down here in North Carolina. So y'all went we're all from the same area. Y'all drove down to fish Kissimmee, Florida, and 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 had a, had a pretty pretty damn good showing. And y'all didn't have a lot of time to pre-fish, right? Uh, Ted, Ted was there. You were there for like a week, right? Yeah, I flew down. Yeah, and borrowed yes. a kayak from Chad Hoover, thankfully. So, yeah, so he uh, he had a little different. Um, we uh, we got down. What we leave Wednesday? No, we left Thursday morning, right? Um, Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning. Yeah, we left Wednesday morning. Uh, got down there Thursday afternoon. Hit the rental. Got some food, and then we uh, we prefished. We kind of prefished on Friday. We didn't really. Nate prefished. I did. Nate Nate was dumb. He brought out a he brought a chatterbait out. <laughs> I brought out some baits that I didn't really think would would perform well. There were two new baits that I've never fished before, and then a jig. Um, so yeah, we just we kind of scouted. Nate Nate uh, Nate was throwing that chatterbait though, and he caught a few. He got a good one, which was 
it's a funny story behind that one. <laughs> he got no, it. No. He, yeah. Can, can, no, go ahead. What are you gonna say, Ken? No, I was gonna say he got he got a good one, and then I was mean to him about it. <laughs> you can tell the story, Nate. I, I so I caught a good one. And uh, there was somebody not far from me, another competitor. And, you know, he watched it. Thing jumped, God, three times on the way to the boat, drew his attention. I got it in, netted it, you know, got it in the boat. And I hear, that's a nice one. That's over 20. And I just kind of looked at him and looked back down. And I called Ken and had a conversation with Ken. And I was like, I can't get a photo of this fish. And he was like, looking at me. So after I hung up with Ken, I was like, Hey, you mind taking a photo of this? And then got <laughs> really mad at that. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't get really mad. I was just like, I'm, I'm behind. Like, I, I was. I didn't realize how close you were to me. I was just like behind the set of reeds in this open pocket. <laughs> and I hear Nate. He gets off the phone with me, and I hear him go, "Hey, dude, can you take a photo of this?" And I'm like, "No, man. Like, no." Because I didn't know, I didn't know he was so close to the guy. So I'm like, you don't ask, like you try, you if if there's another competitor near you and you catch a fish pre-fishing, like you do everything you can to make sure that they don't see the fish or they think it's a pickerel or something like that, you know. And I was, but I, I did, I sent him a kind of a mean text, like, dude, dude you don't fucking do that, man. Like that is like <laughs> absolutely don't do that. Tell him it's like a sixteen. He watched the whole thing. There was yeah, but I I didn't know that at the time. You know, and then I called I called John because I was so annoyed. I'm like, John, I'm like this guy, he's fucking it all up. <laughs> we didn't even fish there. <laughs> I know, we didn't, I know. I know. And we knew we weren't gonna fish there because of the wind the next day, but still. But the my, my thing is is Cayman fished there, and that's probably why he, he and he said he got beat up fishing there. And he, he, had, he put up he like 30 inches. One. He had huh? Three fish. No. On day, yeah, but that's what I mean. He so came in the guy that was there near him. He got he got a twenty in like the same area. So now the guy knows he got a twenty. Nate got a twenty right there. Of course, he's gonna want to go back, and he actually did the next day. But it it was a bad idea. Mm. Is that, <laughs> that it was blowing like thirty five, and that was the southern end of the lake, and the wind was coming out of the north northwest. So the waves were down. I mean, he got his ass kicked down there, yeah. no doubt. Thirty five in Florida ain't like a regular thirty five either. The wind right. just the wind just hits you a little different down there. So Mike Marcone, quick quick funny story about Mike Marcone. I w- I started wild and firefighting in two thousand seven with a buddy with a guy named Matt Sikowski. And then when I got into kayak fishing and started posting stuff, Matt said, "Boy, I got a I got a buddy that he's all into kayak fishing." I hear this I hear this a little bit and. They end up telling me, and these guys, you know, fish once a month, and they talked about fishing kayak tournaments. But then he told me Mike Marcone, so I looked Mike up, and I'm like, oh, shit, Mike, Mike do be fishing. Mike be fishing hard, too. And so me and Mike connected. It's been, I don't know, eight months ago, maybe a year ago at this point. Well, it wasn't a year ago. But anyway, Mike's over here super mad. He's super he – was, he was calling you super mad, Ken, for, for oh, Nate giving up the spot. Ted, tell super us – mad. <laughs> you were. I wasn't. I was. I was. I was sad for you, until, mate. Until it was explained to you that he watched it happen, you were mad. I wasn't mad. Yeah, well, I wasn't mad. It was just like I'm not mad. I was annoyed. I was annoyed. I'm like this. You know, that guy was in the ten. Like he, and and not only that, this was a lake that I had fished. <laughs> listen, listen. Here's the here's the backstory. This was a lake I fished uh, two years ago. 
in the tent, it was just me and one other guy and John, because John drove down there with me, and we crushed it. Like all three of us, all the all days, and then uh, the next year there were like twenty anglers there. So it's like the more people find out that this lake has good fish, man, it's just it's never going to be the same. So I, I wanted, you know, you just don't want somebody to see you catch a twenty. That's all. It was so little, I didn't so want Cayman to want to go back there. That's the thing. But if you knew they was going to get their ass beat up by the wind all day, you shouldn't have cared, though, right? You should be like, oh, man, y'all got to go down there. Nate only showed y'all 120, but I think he caught like five 20s. I just didn't want the people on the lake. I was being selfish. <laughs> so Kim was big mad. We got this out the way. He tried to skirt around all that, but he was big mad. All right, Ted, Ted, tell us, you went down a week early. You borrowed a kayak. Now, there's been some folks that have borrowed kayaks in the past that have done really good. So tell us about what, what, what your pre-fishing was like and what you found. Well, I, I was in kind of a shitty situation. I don't have a license right now, so that didn't help anything. So I flew down to Florida. I, I got an Airbnb right on Lake Toho because I, I, I'm totally new to this Florida thing, so I didn't know where to go and by the time everybody had told me the couple lakes i should be fishing on i already had the airbnb on toho so i was pretty limited on where i could go even on toho i was limited to a pretty small section of the lake and uh yeah it did didn't didn't go great for me um the pre-fishing was all right i didn't really find many bass or anything the cold front had kind of shut everything down especially on that lake so it's shallow and the wind had turned over all the water so temperatures were pretty low um got out there pretty early a couple days stayed pretty late a couple days didn't have any trouble really except for i had to launch on a canal so i'm going down this big canal and then i got to fight through probably about 80, 100 yards of weeds just to get into the lake. Um, but that was the real tough part, just getting in there. Um, so come tournament day, uh, Saturday, like they were saying, the wind was crazy. It's probably like 35 miles an hour, probably even higher with gusts and stuff. Um, it wasn't too bad when I got out there, though. So I got out, out in the open water. I'm, I'm fishing, throwing a chatterbait and a couple other things. Um, uh round trap and stuff like that in the open water near these shell beds. And uh, I, I got a couple of bites where they were all pickerel. Um, the wind picked up like crazy. And Oh, time out, time out, time out. <laughs> On Bass and Brews podcast, if it's pickerel or a pike or some bullshit like that, we call it jackfish. Okay. Got a lot of jackfish. <laughs> there we go. All right. You caught some jackfish. All right. We got oh, yeah. it. All Nothing my southern listeners will understand what the hell a pickerel is. They'd be out, what the hell is a pickerel? They think they had, a, some teeth down there too. That was something I'm not really used to. Up here, they got these little cartilage teeth down there. They got real actual teeth. It was, it was quite <laughs> different. <laughs> All right, they so have different so, teeth down there. Yeah, those pickerel had some some freaking teeth on them. Really, jackfish. Jack yeah. <laughs> Look, that's the difference right here. So everybody be talking shit about me. That's the difference. Pickerel ain't got no teeth, apparently, from what Tess is. But down here, we got jackfish because they got all kinds of teeth. Oh, yeah. All right. Real teeth. All right. So, um, all right. We're going to get straight to the point here. 
how the hell did you have to get rescued by the Coast Guard? Oh, God. well, it wasn't the Coast Guard, so no, I, no. I, so for 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 this this episode's Coast Guard. Okay, all right. So the Coast Guard did have to come save me in that case. So I, the wind picked up like crazy while I was out on the water. So I tried to get back to the, the channel kind of area where I had launched in the canal. And as uh, soon as I got over there, the wind picked up like crazy, started pushing me deeper and deeper into the weeds. And I'm in a, a Hobie kayak with the fins. Um, wasn't working at all. I'm completely stuck in these weeds. So I had to start paddling and I'm paddling a pro angler, which is pretty much one of the biggest kayaks on the market right now. It's like 38 inches across. And the paddle I had was not, not great either. So I'm paddling as hard as I can. The wind is just killing me, just pushing me deeper and deeper and deeper into the weeds. Couldn't get out. I'm like exhausted. So I start trying all this crazy shit to try to get out of the weeds. I'm like, I got an anchor with me, so I'm, like, throwing the anchor and trying to, like, pull myself back out of this shit. And That's I had a, a good push idea. Pull. Yeah, well, I, dude, I was trying anything. I was at but lost. That, that's some redneck shit right there. <laughs> yeah. I will go oh, ahead yeah. and tell y'all. That's the kind of shit I expect to see in Florida is some redneck shit like that. Ted, you just need to move on down here, buddy. Move on down to right the south. You already fit in. I mean, you got the stash. What kind of toboggan is that? Toboggan? My hat? No, that's a toboggan. What is it? Carhartt. Uh, Wild Bill, I know you ain't on here, and I'm really disappointed in you right now, but the hookset hoodlums, y'all need to get this man a real toboggan. I know damn Carhartt shit. Get this man a real <laughs> toboggan. Hey, Give him a hookset hoodlum toboggan. Hell yeah. So why were you pad, paddling the pro angler? The weeds, they were so thick you couldn't paddle through them. It, I've never seen weeds like this. Up in the north, we don't have anything like that, at least not in Connecticut. Uh, I mean, I don't get out all these different lakes like, like Ken and Nate do, but I, I've never seen anything like it. Hundreds of yards of impenetrable weeds. The only way to get through is to pretty much paddle across the top. And it, it just, I was, I was stuck. So I started trying to, I had a push pole with me, like an anchor pole, started trying to push myself out with that. That worked a little bit. I got a couple feet in the right direction and then I had forgotten to take the, the pedals out. So <laughs> the drive catches on some more weeds. The whole kayak <laughs> goes turny on me. Oh shit. And I, it was, it was literally either dump the whole boat, lose all my gear or just hop right out so i i jumped out of the kayak thankfully the weeds and shit kind of held me up a little bit I, I i had a dry bib on so it didn't come over the side thankfully um but i was soaked all my my hat my shirt like my gloves everything completely soaked so i got back up on the kayak i paddled some more and it just i was losing ground every every paddle it wasn't going anywhere so I, around this time i think i texted ken and Ken was like, tell me, call Chad. He'll, he'll come to you. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, fish. I, <laughs> I, I told him, I said, I said, call Hoover. I said, he loves to get rescues on camera. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you fell in the water, being from the Northeast, and you're down in Florida, and you fell in the water that you couldn't see the bottom on full of grass, how how worried were you when you hit the water that you was going to get ate by alligator or a turtle? 
I was I was a little sketched out. I mean, I I was already exhausted, so I but I hadn't seen a gator the whole time I was down there, so I was more worried about like a, a big otter or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> Hold up! If y'all if y'all ain't if y'all ain't going and and seeing my boy Chris Chris uh I can't remember his damn last name from the Paddlers Playbook. From last week with the otter video, this shit right here just went right into it. Chris, there's another guy here afraid of otters. <laughs> you didn't pull your Glock out and rack around and be like, oh, hell no, otter. Is there an otter problem in Florida? These- I saw a couple. When I was really? down there. Yeah, they were, they were actually not cute. I'm not afraid of otters. I like otters. They were playing together. It was, it was pretty cute. I can't, I can't lie to that. So how did the fishing go outside outside of, of the, the debacle that you had trying to get back? How was your how was your fishing during a tournament? Uh abysmal for sure. Um I after that whole debacle, Chad ended up coming to save me. Um I I actually I tried to call him at first and I couldn't get through. I had bad service in the area too. So I tried calling I ended up calling the non-emergency number to see if the police had a boat or something to throw my ass out. And, uh, 911! 911 yeah. well, the that's the thing. So they, they when they found out I was wet, they I, they transferred me over to the emergency line. And I'm like, I don't need you. I, like, I just need to know if y'all have a boat in the area. No, and they didn't anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so none of that went well. And then Chad told me back and I was I was ready to quit at that point. I was just done. I was exhausted and cold and wet. And he told me to just kind of brush it off and keep on trucking. And I ended up just changing clothes real quick. Got back on the water and I got one that day. I got one the next day, but that was all I got. Uh, I saw a lot of bass the next morning, but couldn't catch them. But you know, you you kept with it. He told you to keep with it. You you caught fish you know there were people at tournament and catch shit right i mean so first time down there and I, i'm sure ken would attest to this and me being from the south florida seems fun in, in january because they talk about these january spawning bass and all that but it, it the the weather here is hour by hour and mm-hmm. so you y'all ran into that when you were down there like to to just to to finish and to get that experience, you go down next year. Things change, right? Things get better. Things change, and now now you have you have a little bit in your toolbox to prepare for next year, right? Definitely. And next year, I'll hopefully be able to just drive down. I'll have a car. I'll have my my own kayak. It was really nice of Chad to lend me the kayak. I mean, it made it possible for me to fish. So I'm super thankful. But I'm just, I'm not a pro angler guy. It's too big for me. I like a smaller, more sleek, kind of quicker kayak. Um, it's also too heavy for me on my own, really. It was a 14. I'm used to fishing out of an outback. And, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I learned a lot. I had fun while I was down there. It was a nice vacation for me. I knew I wasn't going to be placing or anything. This is my first time down there. I mean, obviously, you always hope you're going to do well, but. But it was a good experience. I learned a lot, and that's all you can really hope for with stuff like this. Sometimes, yeah, that's that's a hard, I, that's a hard, that's a hard fishing tournament to go down to for your first ever. I 
Florida in general is tough, and then obviously you add in a little bit of cold weather, you add in a lot of wind, uh, the grass, all that shit is different. But, you know, you, you, you jumped in. A lot of people were afraid to jump in. We talked a little bit about this in the pre-show, how a lot of these the internet warriors talk all this shit, but they the ones doing the least amount of fishing. So you went out there, you did it. You got a great story, and, and that's part of yeah. it. You know, I mean, <laughs> having that story to, to kind of go to, to go into it, and you, you, you're a little bit famous. You the guy that got rescued <laughs> in 2022. That was one of four guys that got rescued during this tournament. Oh, I really? <laughs> not, not the one. <laughs> one. The first of four. Okay. <laughs> okay. So so you broke Started everybody else. Everybody else yeah. heard you got rescued, and they're like, shit. Great. I'm not first, so I can call now. Right, yeah. Let me throw in the towel now that Ted's done it already. That, <laughs> Bit of a trendsetter. Yeah, I'll switch those pads for a while. Yeah. yeah. But it, it looked, the only man to ever go down to Florida and hit the water, it wasn't scared of snapping turtles and gators, but the fucking otters. <laughs> <laughs> first man ever in the in America. They hit the water in Florida and was worried about otters and not the alligators. <laughs> they got strong teeth, man. You don't fuck with an otter. But have you ever seen an alligator eat an otter? I, I can't say that I have, no. Okay, well, take that otter and them strong teeth and add about 400 more teeth <laughs> and about 8,000 more pounds, and that's an alligator. So you, you choose, I want to get bit by otter. Because I think I'd bite that bitch back and win. <laughs> Alligator ain't happening. I promise you that shit. You can bite it all you want. You ain't hurting. All right, fellas. Let's get into Shags. Shags, tell us. Tell us. You didn't get to pre-fish much. So kind of just run through that. I know you looked around. And I know you and Ken were were kind of together during all this. So, so I'll, y'all just kind of go through your pre-fishing and all that shit. Any funny stories you got lead into that first day. Y'all y'all run with that together. Um so we got to the lake uh Friday and uh we kind of just put in went to a part of the lake neither of us were familiar with and uh looked around, you know, obviously like we said before, I got a good one. Um kind of ran up to where I was going to fish day 1. And just kind of checked it out from a distance, like didn't really go in there, but and uh, then yeah, that was that was basically how our brief fishing went. It wasn't very cool. <laughs> uh, I think I caught two and uh, shook one off, and then uh, yeah, then Ken had to pick up his terminal tackle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> forgot about that one. Yeah, goddamn rigging up that night at the at the rental, and I I don't know how I did it. I just I kicked it. I kicked it. It was like sitting on top of how did I even do it? It was sitting on top of my my crate. I was I, I, I kicked phone. it. Kicked it. I don't know how I did it. And it was of course it was open, so all over the floor, every everything. Dude, they, Nate, Nate they, laughs at me and films me, but doesn't help me pick it all up. Be fair. I, know. I got on got the field. I was on with Paul and Steve on the phone while you were picking up, so I couldn't really do much. Look, he he wasn't going to do anything, 
Yeah, either but way. film it to show, look at this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but so y'all didn't have any pre-fishing time. What did y'all do? You know, experienced tournament anglers in the country. You know, you're northeast, but you come down south. You go to the Midwest, all this stuff. What did y'all do to prepare knowing that you were going to come down there with not a lot of pre-fish. I know, Ken, you've got some experience on this lake, and I think, Shags, either you have a little bit or none, but how did y'all prepare for for that? Uh, My dad lives in Florida, so I've never fished there, but I've fished uh, a lot around Florida. So I kind of just went down with the mindset that I was going to fish it the same way I fish his side of Florida. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've fished that lake twice now, uh, the past two years. And, uh, so last year, uh, so the first year it was, you know, we just winged it, you know, we, we, we went down there and, uh, we didn't do well. I was with John again, John Ferreira. And, uh, we fished the Ted Invitational at, uh, Lake Jackson and we didn't do very well. Uh, so for the 10, I was in the 10 that year. And I, I was like, I just picked this lake. I like to do that. I like to pick random random places and just, yeah, let's go here, right? No pre-fishing. <laughs> and uh, it, it was it was starting out to be like a terrible day. Like John had caught an 18 early. I caught a 14. And then like by 11 o'clock, that's all I had, a 14-incher. And then I just I came upon some spots. And within like 20 minutes, I was in first place. Um, and ended up winning that first day. And then I ended up second overall for that year. So I had that spot or those couple of spots for last year. And then like, like I said, last year, people had figured out where I fished and there was 20 people there. So I had kind of a bad tournament there last year. I was really annoyed that, that all these people showed up and they like, you know, they were all went to that one spot. And I had a, I had a slower kayak and I was like, yeah, whatever. So, but I ended up finding some more spots on the lake. So this year, that's what we kind of utilized. Like I gave Nate some spots and then I went to that one key area. I found a different launch that was closer so I could beat everybody. And, um, yeah, uh, you know, and that's basically what we did. You know, I gave Nate some spots, some things to look for, and then I went to the spot that I knew. You know? All right. So so going into that first day, were, were both of y'all confident going into that first day? Did you feel like you could catch them? Or were you like, I'm going to have to fucking jump fish until I look into something? It was tough. I mean, I I, I expected a, that we would catch fish, but I, you know, with that, the temp dropped down into the 30s mm. that first night, and it was blowing like 35 miles per hour, something like that, or gusts up to 30, 40, and it was like steady 20 plus like all day. Um, you know, the first thing I thought I was up north, I thought my spot was going to be relatively calm, especially in the morning. I, I sent Nada a picture like right before the tournament i'm like holy crap it's like dead calm up here you know and that was like as the sun was coming up and you know like sometimes when the sun's coming up it, it kind of knocks the wind down a little bit and then as soon as the tournament started i mean it was blowing like crazy and it was blowing directly at my spot so i think it just blew all the fish out um so it didn't it wasn't that great you know the fish and i put up like what i what i do nate 74 inches something like that i think so two uh, yeah. Nate actually did better than me on day one. He he was he placed twenty fourth, twenty second, and I placed twenty fourth. I so. had, I mean, I I went in, you know, confident I'd get a limit, but I didn't think it'd be five fish all day. You know, I had 
six bites, but I lost a I lost a good one day one under a dock, and uh, yeah, I only got five bites, but I went into a spot in the afternoon. Uh, I went into like kind of the last spot that I figured I'd run, and I pulled like an eighteen seven five and a seventeen fifty that helped me and uh, hey, filled my limit. Hey Nate, what? What did you lose the fish up? What were you fishing when you lost it? Uh, I was fishing a uh, Sanko, a uh, fresh baits chameleon worm. So, uh, all right, that's interesting, right? Like, I love fishing a Senko Niki rigged, Nico rigged. To When I lose a fish on that lure, I am fucking livid. Like, how the hell do you not hook <clears throat> a fish on a on a, on a whack like I, did, were you angry not just because so, you lost it but because of what you lost it on no because uh I, I mean i kind of figured i was gonna lose it i skipped it up under the dock and the second it ate it uh i saw like spatter dock start to lay down and i realized it was my line laying it down and i set the hook and it was one of those long like wide docks and uh, it wrapped me around a pillar and some spattered, oh. and it came up and it rolled two or three times. I mean, I saw it. It uh, it was as big, if not bigger, than the one I caught pre-fishing. And uh, I watched it roll a couple of times, and, you know, I tried to get in there as far as I could, but I couldn't get to it. And eventually just tried to horse it around and snapped it off. That happens. Hey, Ted, I want to I wanna... – interject real quick ted this is the at least third or fourth dude has a cool ass mustache we've gotten if y'all can see the the this here people people are loving the stash dude you're like a you're like a brunette seth fighter <laughs> i don't know about we just, that <laughs> well i mean look we gotta get you fishing man. we gotta get you fishing better but looking <laughs> looking like seth is a start in the right direction if that's the goal. I'm, I got my vaudeville villain thing going on right now. <laughs> silent movie stuff. What do you look like? Uh, was it Daniel Day-Lewis in uh, damn Gangs of New York? That's what you look like right now. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All right, so so uh, continue, Shags. Uh, so, yeah, I had lost that one like midway through the day. And uh, – you know, I was hoping it was up shallow on a bed. I went back a couple hours later, but it wasn't biting again. So uh, that's when I actually ran to a new spot, ran like a 15-minute run down the lake uh, and came into that spot in the afternoon where I got two good ones. And so for anybody listening that's not in a kayak, a 15-minute run down the lake is like a two-hour run in a bass boat, just FYI. Took a lot. He, he he went about a quarter of a mile. <laughs> <laughs> so hey. all right. So in the end of the day, y'all get back. The guardian got rescued. Ken and Nate had caught some fish. Y'all get back to the house that night. What 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 goes on? Because now this is something you don't hear a lot of folks talk about on these podcasts on tournament recaps and shit. What what goes on? at the house when y'all get back that night, do y'all huddle up and, and drink a beer, get some food, 
and talk about fishing or do you just, you know, what, what goes on when y'all get back to the house after that first night? What's yeah. it? Yeah, we, we usually get some food. We got food, right? We went back to, uh, is that to one the- we went for the alligator bites? I think we did. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We went to, uh, what the hell was that place? Cherry pocket on Lake Pierce. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, we didn't do much. We didn't do much. We got some food. It's it's a little different when it's a lot of people. You know, it's a lot more goofing off and stuff. Um, but yeah, we didn't. We got back. Didn't you do the? Did you do the podcast that night? No, I did it after pre-fishing, and then I did it after day two. Yeah, so we just kind of went back, and I think we probably just went to bed, right? I think so. What podcast was Nate? What podcast was that? Uh, that was Steve-O's, uh, Scuba Steve's, I don't know, what's he call it? <laughs> Bass boobs and after hours or something like that. I don't know. He's not old, <laughs> right. so he can talk all the shit about Scuba Steve that we want right now. The, he's, the, he's the jolly bald giant. <laughs> Is that where I get the bass boobs thing from? <laughs> <laughs> that's not the real name, but that's what the fuck uh, I'm calling it. So, so, have you listened to the latest episode of the breakdown? <laughs> no, I, I have not because Nate, I just downloaded it earlier today when you told me about it. So I have not listened to it. No. So I, yeah, I was trying to I was trying to remember the name of this podcast, and I could have sworn it was Bass Boobs and, and boot Beer. Or I couldn't figure. I couldn't. <laughs> we went on. We went on for so long with me trying to remember this stupid name, and I, it was wrong the whole time. It was, look, no, man, it was look, only man. two words. I was like, I could have sworn it was three. Nope. Was well, Bass and Beers Bass and Brews podcast? So it yeah, is four. It's four, but the and don't count in the South. Yeah, I thought it was boobs. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> if it was boobs, I would be shirtless on every episode, I promise. Because <laughs> it's the only boobs you'd ever see on this was mine. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, all right, so so yeah. the next so we get started on the next day. Now now Nate, I'm gonna I'm gonna ping you first to tell us about day two. How did day two go for you? How did it start off? How did day two go? Because you had a little bit worse finish on day two than you did on day one. I had a so lot. What happened there? What happened? Day two. Why'd you fuck up on day two? Um. Well, I fucked up because I should have stayed in one spot all day when I think back on it. <laughs> but. I went to uh, that spot that produced in the afternoon, in the morning. Me and Ken had talked, told them that's where I was going to start. You know, Ken decided we were going to launch together after I wasn't allowed to launch with him day one. No, 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 no. No, no. (laughs) Listen, listen. All right, don't even pull that crap. You need some context here. Let's, Let's get it. The spot I launched from on day one was like a secret spot. Only like four people knew about it. Okay. So if you had launched there from us, you would have gone the other way and you would have passed all the other anglers that were coming and heading toward those other northern spots. So they would have known immediately where that that other launch was. That was why you couldn't launch there. That was part of the deal. I'd you finish were, up there for a half hour. You're like, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hide. No, nope, nope. I wasn't allowed to launch there. 
Yeah. That was the deal. That was the deal. Stand in the cold at the boat ramp day one, but day two, we're going to launch together. So, all right. (laughs) I'm going to my productive cut first thing in the morning. Uh, I got in there. Um, Me and Patron kind of started in the same area. Um, And I caught uh, two 12-inchers like in the first hour and a half. And the water temps just weren't right. It was uh, 28 degrees down there. and uh, Oh, Patron said boat ramp buddies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mentioned that you were staying in Patron's truck. <laughs> <laughs> you, weren't anyway. out, you weren't out in the cold, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so we, uh, I wound up leaving it. You know, I knew it was going to get better in the afternoon. Uh you know, I knew Kem was going to go in there eventually, but I didn't think he was going to spend all day in there. And uh, <laughs> you, are, you, are, you are changing this story up. Oh, no. <laughs> I was I, Yeah, all right. Go ahead. No, you're going to have your chance. How long were you in there? So I thought I was in there for an hour and a half, but I was in there for like two hours and what, 15 minutes? That was it. You're trying, not all day, you're buddy. That was, that was prime time, warm no. time. Was it prime time? Oh, it was. It was no. right at. You went in there at eleven thirty. Those fish go in and out of there all day. You fucked up. Just admit it, dude. Admit the it. water temp was so much. Okay, <laughs> the water temp was warmer. <laughs> Anyways, so your lies are stacking up, buddy. I just yeah. Ken, Ken, you get lies. the rebuttal, Ken. You get the rebuttal. Lies. All right, let the man finish. So I come around and I go to go back and, you know, I went to go into the first spot and uh, I ran to Adam on the way and he was like, hey, are you headed there? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, do you mind not going in there? I'm in first right now and I'm kind of giving it a break. And I was like, all right, I respect that. So then I went to go into the uh, last spot, the spot I started in and Kem was in there. So I'm like, all right, he won't be that long. You know, I'll kind of hang out and wait. We even had a conversation. And I was like, I'll wait. And there was another guy in the area as well in a, in a blue kayak. And I don't know, you want to tell that part, Ken? So, yeah. So so here's the thing. I gave Nate, I had like eight spots on this lake. And I, I had put all my chips on one because the past two years it's been great. But it, this year with the wind blowing it out and the cold weather or the cold water or colder water, and the the water was down like a foot um and so it just wasn't it wasn't ready yet that spot so that's why i wanted to fish some of the other spots you know and one of them was you know the spot that nate's talking about so he said he wanted to fish only, in the, the only I, spot either of us got fish that day <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's the thing though i i went into that other spot and i had a i had a bite i didn't know it was patron spot at the time you know what i mean and i got a fish you know what I mean? And I, they were fishing oh, there. Ken, Ken, yeah. You went, you went in on Adam's spot and Nate's spot. Uh, I didn't know that these were my spots, by the way. They're all the spots <laughs> I got fished in previous years. Okay. All right. This man going back for the last 15 years 
All no. these dots are my dots. You motherfuckers no, no. stay out. Yeah, I'll say my docs, like as in where I fished before. But these dudes were not around. Here's the thing. Patron, I didn't see Patron when I went into that other spot. Nate was nowhere around when I went into those spots. I, I fished them all. I fished like, one in succession. In succession. What? I said I passed you yeah, running the bank towards Patrons. That is garbage. Why Why didn't you say a word to me? What am I going to say? Oh, hi, Ken. Yeah, yeah. Bro. You talk. You talk. <laughs> You talked nothing out here. You weren't going to say a word to me? Oh, you were fishing I, the bank. I was making a run. There's no, no way. We did, uh, you didn't pass me. I don't believe it. Look, look. This is <laughs> the only one. All right, then. Why didn't you say hi? You're an asshole. You <laughs> <laughs> Nate is an asshole. Look, hold Nate on, is hold an on, asshole. Hold on. Hold on. What happened in Alabama when I tried to say hi to you and ask you to that was a photo of me with a fish? That was, yeah, I told you to go screw yourself. This why I don't say hi. That was totally different. I was in a great mood this time. Uh, he is an asshole because so this summer, me and another guy here at local North Carolina joined in the KBBBT, and we fished against Brundle and Conan. And I posted on that Friday night or whatever. We fish it, and Nate Shadden comes in, and I don't know if he'd been drinking too much Mountain Dew that night or what. But he was like, y'all going to get y'all's asses kicked, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> while, Bill, while Bill spanked his ass that night, he's like, boy, don't be talking shit like that. And we came within 30 minutes of then catching a kicker fish of us beating us and my partner lost a 20 incher that we'd have won it but anyway nate nate was an asshole that night on friday bill had to come in and beat and like spank his pp <laughs> to be fair paul, to be fair. Reached out, paul reached out and he said i got some of your northeast boys and i said oh yeah who and he said who and i replied with haha you're fucked yeah like, it was a joke <laughs> It was a joke. <laughs> and then they got really mad at me <laughs> and said I tore him down. And I just rebuttaled with, they won it last year, and they wound up winning it this year too. Um, just say congrats to them. Um, but, I, I mean, they're good. They're good, especially when they're on a team together. They're good. So oh, I yeah. yeah, especially I, that time of year too. It was, it was June-ish. It was early June, so that shit was right up in y'all's neck of the woods, too. Yeah, I just I, – I I didn't want to lie to you, Paul. I knew they were going to win. That's okay. We came, we came close. I'm a winner. I like to win. We lost. We lost the shit out of it, but that's okay. All we're getting at, Ken, I'm agreeing with you. Nate was an asshole. <laughs> I agree. Yes, that <laughs> so, anyway, so, anyway, so I, I didn't see anybody when I went down that way. And, and I ended up going in that one spot, and, you know, it is like – it is the best spot down there. Out of all the spots I gave him, it is the best spot, and I started catching fish. And so I, I stayed in there. At one point, I was in seventh place, so I stayed in there. And then Nate was creeping. He's just, like, hanging out outside looking like he was going to rape me or something, you know, <laughs> looking all suspicious. <laughs> and here's the funny part. So, so I go to start leaving. Because I'd been in there for, at that point, what? Maybe that was hours. probably when you were in there for an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Yeah. yeah, so I go to start leaving, and I see this guy in a blue kayak. He's got a bow-mounted trolling motor, and I'm like, and he's hanging out. And I'm like, okay, he's trying to get in. So 
I hung out. I just kept fishing a little bit. And uh, because that guy was sitting there, I, you know, I was heading straight out. I was gone. And he was sitting there. So I started fishing right where I'm at. And I banged like a 17.25. And now I'm like, God, I don't want to leave. So I go out a little further, cast, I hook a weed. I go out beyond that, get the, get the, the lure out. And then I start fan casting out kind of at the mouth of this pocket. And uh, that guy's down the shoreline. He sees me and he spins his kayak around. And he starts heading straight back. So I go back in and then I, I message Dane. I'm like, dude, if you want this spot, you, you got to come and get it because there's a dude out here waiting. And I went back and I started fishing again. And it turns out I was, Nate was right there as well. <laughs> I've been seeing. Only Peter said, hey. Yeah. I've been seeing both of these guys. And I thought, because they both had the same colored kayak. And when I saw the dude with the bow-mounted trolling motor, I just assumed every time I saw Nate that it was it was the same dude. So I, I stayed in there longer than I intended, but it, it worked out well because I caught that seventeen. Yeah, you know. Good. And then and then had I not left, like Nate went in and caught a seventeen, and that would have put me up up into like fifth place overall. Caught a seventeen and a half. Yeah, yeah. I will I will say this. I will say Nate. I will say this. Both of y'all fucked me on my fantasy fishing team because if Nate hadn't caught that damn fish and let Ken stay in yeah. there or Ken hadn't gone in there and fucked Nate shit up, I would have won a lot more points. So we're gonna have to work we're gonna have to work this point shaving shit out where we ain't fighting <laughs> over these things like this now. I can't be losing fantasy we're, fish. We're taking separate cars to murder. <laughs> <laughs> yep. How was it? So y'all rode together. So at the end of the day, how was the car ride back from the ramp to the house? I see Nate and I required to the awards. See, here's the thing. So Nate, when 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 I let Nate back into that spot, you know, and I, I left, Nate, we were cool, man. Like everything was cool. But then Nate gets back to the ramp, and he is just pissed. You could tell. You could tell just by the way he was paddling or coming into the ramp. He was just mad. And, uh, you know, I don't know what happened. You know, he had, he had a conversation with, with one of his buddies, and they, they started getting them getting riled up, and uh, they, they thought I stole his spot. Oh, shit. Even though, even though we, had, we made a deal in the morning. Let's tell them about the deal. We, we skipped that part. Hold on. You uh, also said Nate was cool when he took the spot over. When you called me to say come in, I answered right. and said, how fucking long are you going to be in there? <laughs> it didn't really come off as cool. That was kind of get the fuck out. No, no, you didn't say that. I called, I texted you and I said, I said, did you go down south? Because that's what you said. You said, you said you were going to go down south. Remember the, so you said you wanted that spot in the morning, then you were going to go down might. south. You did not say. I might. said I might go down south. You said you were going to go down south. By the way, do you, do you know where that? How far away that ramp was? That spot, one point three miles. Yeah, that's you have three it. hours. So a half hour run. And I started to make that, and people were like, "Yeah, it's way colder down." There. Yeah, you you know Cody Henley. You know how uh, how how cold the water was where he was. Congratulations, he was on different. Yeah, he was on a different lake, but the water temps were in the forties, which is yeah. what they said that it was down south. Okay, that whole lake could have been set up different. Could that have. whole lake could have been 40s. Could have, but you don't, you don't know. You could have gone south and crushed it and won. Yeah, probably not. Instead of just saying back up there. <laughs> how, how do people do that? Well, I don't know who's down there. All, 
all I heard was Nate found the only spot y'all caught fish. It wasn't. I didn't find anything. I fished <laughs> day one. Huh? I said it wasn't found, but I fished it day one alone, and it was nice. But I didn't take it from you. I asked. I told you. Like I, like I said earlier, I knew you'd be in there. I did not know you were going to be in there for that long. Well, I was catching fish. <laughs> <laughs> and I was only in there for two hours out of an eight-hour tournament. Oh, and it was longer than two. It was like 220. <laughs> <laughs> it was two hours, 22 minutes, and 38 yeah. seconds. Hold That's up. what Nate told me earlier today. Earlier today, he might be scared to say it now, but earlier today, he was down to the seconds. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Where am I at here? I took... Uh, Your first one. fish was 1130. Oh, shit. Let's bring up the angler yeah. app. Oh, I do. I do. I got it on. 1134, right? Yeah, and then I got this picture of that crazy chick burning all her trash. That was at whoa, one whoa! Night. Show that picture. Hold on, time out. Sidetrack. Show the picture of the crazy girl. This is Florida woman. Let's see some Florida woman. Uh, can you? I, I didn't get a picture of her. Yeah, it's not a very good. Oh one. yeah. That, oh oh shit! I see shit on fire. <laughs> oh, she, she Hell yeah. dude! Her whole lawn trash. Her whole lawn burnt. <laughs> like what? was in there fishing it was burning down her lawn yeah they were just dumping trash you could hear all the glass bottles popping and like the plastic just burning smelled delicious <laughs> so look look y'all in the south you know it's football season in the south when you get that sweet smell of fall and burning trash <laughs> that's a fact oh yeah so anyway yeah, I was in there for, for, we'll say two hours, give or take. It was more than that. What time? It doesn't was it? matter. It wasn't more than two and a half hours. It still, was you, had the, you, had, you had the majority of the day to fish in there, and you didn't. It doesn't matter. I know. Hey, you know you know another thing? Remember that spot that you went into when we pre-fished, and you, you, it was that backwater pocket, and you were like, oh, it's too shallow. Remember that? We went, when we were pre-fishing on Friday, we went and that was that really shallow area, and you were trying to get into that cut. That you had the you had the you had this you stood up. We were both there. It was, it was a really shallow area. We kind of turned around after that. I got into all of those. No, I was right there with you. No, I didn't catch any in the first one. No, 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 no. So when we were pre-fishing, no, no, I'm talking to Patron. He put yeah, up. Patron said you. Catching fish in the first cut. I didn't. I didn't catch any in that cut either day. So, anyway, we'll get back to 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 y'all's tussle. What were y'all catching the fish on? Uh in that day two morning, I was getting them on a Sanko. Uh, wacky rig, Nico, or. What are you um, doing? Weedless with a one thirty second ounce weight in the tail. Okay, so yeah, yeah. And right. the uh, seventeen and a half in the afternoon was on the uh, new fresh baits helamite, the drop shot. Oh, so all finesse, eh? Yeah, day two. 
How about you, Kim? What what were you sticking them on? Yeah, I got I got all of mine on finesse, um, except on day one. I got a couple at the end on a chatterbait, and then uh, that seventeen I got at the end of, of uh, day two. I got on the chatterbait. Y'all look at the comment I just put up. I have no idea who Sean Dominic is, but he's talking. He called y'all high school <laughs> girls. Am I the cute boy? <laughs> this man ain't said shit for the last 20 minutes and then he drops a dime. Ted, I, I like you, Ted. You're coming back on Bass and Bro. You bring your patented damn, uh, send me some of your patented apple juice and we'll drink it together. But, uh, oh, Sean the Fisherman did tell me to tell y'all that y'all are lucky his ass wasn't at that tournament. Come on. Mm-hmm. Next year. Next year. Come on down. Well, he told Come me to that. I'm like, he's they're lucky that he wasn't there because he probably would have drilled holes in y'all's boats, and that's the only way he would have beat y'all anywhere on the lake. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. I like you. <laughs> I still like you. But right, so Kim, own. what were you catching them on, dude? Yeah, like I said, I did I did mostly finesse. Uh, it was, that made it tough on day one because I was like I was throwing it into the wind and it, the thing was like just skimming across the top of the water when it caught the wind. So it made it more difficult. Um, you know, was it, it a cinco or stick bait or? Yeah, I don't I don't want to set. Well, okay. <laughs> you know, I've told so many people and they all start fishing it and irritate. Don't come, don't come public with it. Oh yeah, it's a <laughs> bait. It is essentially it's it's very similar to a, a a stick bait. I mean, it doesn't look the same, but it fishes a lot like it. I it's, got you. Okay. It's kind of like my senko. So a a, a stick a stick bait esque bait. No, it's more like a tube. But it fishes. It's got a slow fall. Um, you kind of fish it exactly the same as you would like a wacky rig senko. Okay. So, no. so, so, what? It wasn't a lizard. Nope. Okay. No, it literally looks like a. It looks like a tube. Huh. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty it's a pretty awesome bait. Um, but I've told a lot of people about it, and they all start fishing it. So, <laughs> I, keep, I keep it secret now. Is, is it a secret Florida type lure, or is no, it a lure? Is no, honestly, honestly, weirdly, it doesn't seem to do as well down south. Um. You know, up here in the north, uh, yeah, yeah, up in the north it does great. But when I've gone down south, it hasn't done very well often. So. Okay, you you've killed it up here though. On the mm-hmm. all right, so that makes sense. Like I I was expecting y'all to to throw all your shit out there for Florida because you know it's Florida for y'all. But if that makes sense, I I got you on there. We won't push on that no more. So so y'all y'all y'all. Ken, you ended up with with a pretty damn good finish, a number ten finish. Well, yeah, and, finished, yeah, tenth in the pro series and ten invitational, and then yeah, Sunday the second I got fourteenth. So, but but overall, like day for the two, the whole weekend, seventy eight. What's that? that? Would you have day two seventy eight? Yeah, seventy eight, seventy five, or something like that. Yeah, I only got three day two. I finished with a some like forty three inches. Came in forty ninth, and then twenty uh, sixth in the ten invitational. It's all my fault. 
Man, I know. Damn, if if there hadn't been this guy that took your place for thirty extra minutes, you you could have been a little bit higher. I think hey, it was a lot longer than thirty. Hey, <laughs> 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 I, I would have traded you. I would have taken six hours in that spot if you just wanted it for two. I, what I should have told you is I'm going to end in there. I shouldn't have started in there. It was too cold that morning. I would have gone. Hey, I would have taken the first six hours. I would have loved it in there. What? Hey, what? What did? What did you tell me? Ken told you, Nate, the morning of day one. Fuck, I don't know. What did we talk about? You, you, you told. Didn't you tell me that he said you don't fish over here? Oh, day one. Yeah, I couldn't even. I couldn't even go look where he was gonna fish. <laughs> you knew where I was gonna fish. Yeah, but we didn't even go up there and look at it or anything. Well, we, we turned around. I knew where you were going to launch. You knew that spot. It's, a, it's a, identical to where you fish. It's like an identical spot. They're all the same. I guess. Yeah, but we didn't go, we didn't go there because it, there was, it was just getting close to the end of pre-fishing, and we were going into the wind. And we were, you know, we were, my motor's really slow, so we turned around. Yeah. <laughs> We got pretty damn close and we looked at a bunch of things just like it. I, I got told I couldn't go there and I couldn't launch there. So <laughs> that's part of the deal. We made look, 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 when you when you go down when you go down as the co pilot, you get told what the fuck to do. <laughs> no, we made a deal. There was one spot that I just didn't want I wanted for myself. One spot. And he could have done the same thing. If he had said, I want that spot all day, I wouldn't have fished it. Eh, I don't know. Because you even said day after day one, you're like, you're going to get mad if I go in there. And I didn't want us to argue again. So I was like, <laughs> Dad. I said, here's the problem with traveling with people. I said, because for me, after day one, I probably would have gone and fished another lake. And I, when I said that to you, you were like, you know, immediately. So I knew that we, we that wasn't an option. You know, you could have said, I want that spot. I want that spot. And I would have given it to you. I gave it to you for four and a half hours before I even went down there. We we, we learned. We're just taking separate cars to Murray. Well, that's, uh, that's funny, Not though. Y'all, y'all, y'all need to take notes from Brundle and Conan because I'm pretty sure. Last year, I don't know if it was last year's video or the year before's, but last year I watched a video where Brundle was talking about him and, and the guy he rode down, which I'm assuming was Conan at the time, getting dropped off at like 2 o'clock in the morning at a boat ramp with nothing but the kayak, having to sit there and wait. Oh, I got, put the I got off at 4 a.m. with nobody <laughs> around, and, you know, just in a kayak. <laughs> Bro, you should have you should have worn more than your pajama pants. <laughs> I did. I had I actually that day I had the uh I had the sweatpants on and I had my bibs on. I'll put some fat on your bones. <laughs> oh Lord. I know he needs some fat. Look, I, if you need some fat, let's figure out how for me to give it to you because I got at least forty to sixty pounds I could give you, Nate. But you're probably going to have to get into a, a Hobie PA if I give you that meaning because it's a lot. I could definitely use it. Uh, <laughs> so I, y'all, y'all get done fishing. It's a quiet ride back to the to the length in or whatever y'all were doing. 
how does how does getting back to the house after that second day did y'all did y'all stay a night or did y'all get back to the house load your shit up and go like what what is what's it like at the end of the tournament when you get back to the house tournament's over you know you know what you did what's it like hanging out then um it, it we had worked it out after the awards so it was fine we went back and uh, we ate some food. Yeah, I, I wasn't talking about y'all's t- tiff. I figured that shit was long gone by the time y'all got to the house. I'm just saying in general, when you, when you, when for for new folks thinking about going and do these national tournaments and traveling, you know, it, the fishing part is what everybody talks about, and I think what gets left out in a lot of these conversations are, damn, Nate was like, I'm gone. He 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 got caught in too many lies. Well, well, so so Nate Nate was like, I'm here to talk about fishing, and we start talking about all the stuff that we do between the fishing. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but so, and you can answer this. You get yep. these. What's it like? The off hours of fishing with the community, with the other anglers you're around, with all that stuff that's going on. You know. That's 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 the camaraderie part of what we do, and that's where a lot of your uncle, yes, yeah. other Ted, that's where Ted comes in, and Ted just sits there and listens to the folks that have been there talk fishing. Are y'all talking fishing? Are you shooting the shit? Like, what's it look like in that off time after the tournament's over, and everybody's kind of open, laid back? You know what you did? Like, there's no secrets at this point. Yeah, I mean it's it you know it's a lot of fun. It really is. I mean, especially with us up here, you know, we bust each other's balls all the time. Um, you know, we're it's you know, we're tired too cuz it's what people don't realize is when you're doing the tournament side of things, it is uh what was that? What's going on? Is that Nate? Um, he's getting set yeah. back up. So, uh, you know, top now. What's that? Oh, he switched over to the laptop. Oh, I got you. Um, but it's tiring. It's a, it's, it's a lot of work. You know what I mean? You get up early. I mean, the kayaks are heavy, you know, you, you're lugging them around all the gear and everything, but just being out in the water. I mean, even though a lot of us are just sitting down, you know, some guys have motors, you, you know, but you sit down, standing up, sitting down, standing up, some are pedaling, but you're casting a thousand times, you know, however many times it is. So by the end of the day, you're beat, you know, um, so you just go back and relax, you know, and shoot the shit. Uh, we probably spend a lot of uh, too much time, you know, going to Walmart and going out to eat. And we get back to the house. It's like eight, nine o'clock, you know, by the day we got to rig our gear and all that crap for the next day. And we get to bed at like 11. But I think it was, um, where the hell did we go? Like East West Harbor the last time. Uh, it was me, Joe. Was it Adam Rourke? I think it was Adam Rourke. But I forget whoever, whoever it was, you know, there was a few of us. We had a house rented. We never f- pre-fished beyond, um, the, the tournament hours. So the tournament, if it was six to two, we pre-fished until two, we got off the water, went back to the house. Mm-hmm. It was just super relaxing. Um, which I think is probably what we should do more often cook at the house, you know, and just kind of yeah. chill and relax because normally it's, it's just kind of, it's like I said, man, you just, you're going back, <laughs> hanging out, you're having a good time, but everybody's tired, you know, mm-hmm. and then you always stay up too late. <laughs> you got too you just do too much stuff um but yeah if you you know it, it's kind of just how it goes i mean it's a good time usually 
You know, there's not there's not fights. Nobody fights. You know, All right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every now yeah. and then, you know, you get a little argument or something stupid, but nothing, nothing big. You know, it's a good time. What I miss? Yeah, we were talking about. We were talking about when, like, after you know, either after day one or after the tournament, you get back to the house and you unwind and and that camaraderie and how you know, how you talk to each other. You talking fishing, you shooting shit. You know, you got somebody like, like Ted that's staying with you, and and they're trying to soak up all the information and knowledge and how to how to act at a tournament. You know, that's what we were talking about. How that was like after day two for y'all there before you left. I'd say, like, usually after day one, uh, you know, it's it's a lot, like, quieter. You know, you're tired. But now that it's two-day tournaments, you realize you got a second day. So I'd say you don't really, you know, talk as much. But after day two, you know, you kind of come home. And, yeah, it's, it's hard to relax. You know, you talk amongst yourselves for a while and, I, like I heard Ken saying, we always stay up way later than we mean to. We get we get back to that Airbnb and we're like, all right, nine o'clock, we're out. It's like eleven thirty. We're still sitting at the kitchen table talking. Yeah, yeah and it's worse that second night because you fished all day. You know, you got up early that morning and then you fished all day, and then you're like, I'm going to bed early tonight, and then you don't go to bed early. You know, no. it stays even harder. Yeah, it's, and uh, so. You're- are y'all's conversation centering around fishing and not necessarily that that lake or that day or that weekend, but are the conversations kind of around fishing? God, we talk about uh, everything. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I'm all over the place with my stories and all this crap. Yeah, it's. Are we making a YouTube video of the ride down and back? I got part one done today, man. Is oh, it? Shit. How bad is it? Uh, it's not. It's it, we cuss a lot. Yeah, we cuss a lot, dude. I was asking the guys in the ballers chat if uh, if I should bleep everything out. No, uh, hell no. Don't don't go to bleeping shit out, dude. Inside, I bleeped one thing out. That's when you named the uh, you named the lake we fished. <laughs> I hope I hope you bleeped out more than that because we. Oh no! Let me tell you, a lot of stupid no, no. shit. We felt that's like thirteen hours of like footage and it's going to end up with like 20 minutes <laughs> thank god there is so much that cannot yeah. go online i will be deleting that nobody will ever <laughs> yeah cause well, we we talk a lot of smack not about people like it we're just saying some shit just that, shit yeah yeah well- have you ever listened you, to this you got podcast? Twenty hours to kill in a car with one person, you know. Oh yeah. At some point, you just start talking. So, so who eats the who eats the pot of beef and bologna sandwiches before you get on the ride down and farts the other person to death? Who do, who's who's that guy? It used to be me. Used to what the hell happened? I'm trying to eat healthy. <laughs> trying to get better and eat healthy. When but, I go on these road trips, oh my god, it's brutal. Like we go out to eat, and I, you know, we hit those buffets, and oh god, you you would literally have to like eat, and then we'd have to sit around <laughs> the restaurant and wait for Ken before we could go back to the Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> I always had to take a shit. It was like immediate. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! You you go dookie at the restaurant? Oh yeah, you gotta. Yeah, 
restaurant, Dick Sporting Goods. <laughs> like it, it doesn't. <laughs> so, 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 so y'all walk so into that. Dick Sporting Goods at thirty minutes later, like these motherfuckers trying to steal something because five <laughs> of them came in. And four of them been standing by the fishing ship for three hours. And one of them's been in the bathroom dropping a yeah. tomato. Stinky yeah. turd. I, I started taking these uh, these enzyme pills. Joe Daniel told me I got my stomachs all jacked up. Because I would I would like I'll eat, man, and I mean it's like immediately. I'm, I'm in the I'm in the bathroom. I'm like, there's something wrong. This ain't normal. Joe's like, yeah, that's not normal, dude. I remember one one other I, thing. You have to know about going out to eat and traveling with Ken is you're gonna miss at least two turns on the way to your destination. <laughs> and everybody fought, they're always like, dude, all right, you lead, and then they bitch when I miss a turn. Like, you have no right to complain. I you did learn the reason. Lead. I did learn the reason why, though, on this trip, because your lady on your GPS gives you no warning. No, no. <laughs> Turn right here. Fuck, I just, yeah. I just, you're doing, you're doing 50, and it's maybe, I don't know, 100 feet in front of you, and she'll be like, if Turn that. right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if that. But I'm in there, you know, I'm jamming them tunes and stuff. I don't, I'm not paying attention. Yeah, I miss a few exits. <laughs> we, we got, yeah. we got off, when we and John went down last year, we got off into this. We're like in the Bronx, some some shitty part of New York, and I'm looking around, going, "I recognize this." <laughs> like I, re- so I, I clearly made the same mistake. Goddamn! This is this is the same fucking hotel yeah. in exit that I passed the last two years, y'all. Candlewood, we were going to the buffet, and I was following you, and we missed the parking lot twice we went past it came back pulled into the wrong parking lot had to pull back out go one more over yeah, that it's... happened at the golden corral too we missed the ted real quick what was it like staying with these guys in your first were, were you quiet and just taking it all in or did you just jump in in the foray like what was it like as your first turn because there's a lot of people especially this year that are going to be doing the same thing you did fishing their first national tournament and hopefully they're they're getting to surround themselves with anglers like you did but what was it like being there and being around these guys that have done it and have traveled and have been there before? What was that like? Uh, I I wasn't there. No, I I have my own Airbnb. Oh right my god! Yeah. We we went out to dinner and stuff, but uh, that was about it. We hit. So, why, yeah, why, why did you, look, Ted? You should have fucking lied and answered the question like I asked <laughs> it, and nobody would have ever no. known the difference. It's true. I, I mean, I fucked up too. It, I, I had the opportunity. They told me like last minute that they might have that like an open bed, but at that point, I had already Dude, kind of booked the flight and everything. It's okay. You did not want that extra bed. I slept on it, Dave. <laughs> first night down there, my father actually came to the Airbnb and he spent the night. So I slept on the extra bed. And it was like a pull-out futon, but it had a leg in the middle of it. And, dude, it felt like a piece of rebar in your back. I legit had to lay three pillows down 
and, and, and all that off a like three pillows. Furniture was like from the Dollar Tree. It was like oh. remember the, they had these seats by the counter in the kitchen, and I mean, I sat in one, and I mean, the seat went like this, like <laughs> because it was made out of like tin foil, which is uh-huh. insane. Like all the furniture was crap. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a nice enough place. Besides that, <laughs> you would you would have needed an air mattress or something. It was a great place. Besides, when you sat on the furniture or tried to sleep in the bed, well, they- after that was shit. <laughs> How was the other futon? There were two, right? The other one was okay. The other one was nice. It didn't have a random fucking leg in the middle of it. Yeah, the bed was comfortable. (laughs) I don't know why that one was there. It made no sense. Well, that must have been a fat boy futon, and I had to put that support beam right in the middle so you you didn't fall through in the middle. Could have been. Ted, Adam Patron wants to know when's your next tourney? And I'm assuming Uh, national, but either – I'm trying to work out how to get down to Lake Murray. Hop in the truck. Uh, if you guys are down, I'd, I'd love to. Wednesday night, we'll hop in the truck and we'll go. Hell yeah. Sounds good. Let's do it. Game on. All right. Well, there's seasoned <laughs> veterans at traveling. So, like, they can, they can fit a lot of shit in a vehicle to get down to where you need to go fish. Uh, I mean, fit. I stayed with the. A very nice Mexican family in Florida, but I'm sure they probably don't know as much about fishing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Murray ain't going to be Florida either. I promise you, you ain't going to get rescued being stuck in the grass in Murray. If I get stuck this time, I'm just going to stay there. I'm not going to call for that. (laughs) (laughs) I am the captain of the Titanic. I'm going down (laughs) this shit. Y'all just leave me. I'm done. (laughs) Ken, you're leaving Wednesday night too. Yeah, I think Joe wants to as well, so we'll all we'll all shoot down together. You know, oh, I, yeah. was, I was I uh, was rocking yeah. this nice koozie, but I, I I don't know. I might have to turn it around. I, I'm colorblind. You need to put it closer to your camera. Oh, the first one was hooks at hoodlums. Oh what? Oh, oh. I just it around. <laughs> I don't have a koozie with hooks at hood and koozie like that. Bill, if you're still on this feed, you need to fix that shit. And also, Bill, since you you're here right you don't now. A sticker? <laughs> no. Bill, also, if you're on here, Ted is wearing a Carhartt toboggan tonight. I know y'all just got a new shipment in. We need to fix this shit right here. Y'all got a Northeastern boy up there not wearing hooks at hoodlum stuff. Y'all need to fix this now. Come on, Bill. Shit. All right. So, so. Ken, you ended up finishing. We talked about this briefly, but tenth in the Invitational, tenth in the the Pro Series, fourteenth overall. Fourteenth on the- Sunday, yeah. Okay, it was weird. They had so many events going on. Saturday was a trail event. Sunday was a trail event, and then both yep. days was the Invitational and the the Pro Series. And the Pro. So does does this does it is are you where you expected to be? Because I'm assuming you're going to fish. For AOI and KBF, so it, it, are you on track to what you're where you wanted to be, or are you a little ahead? Like Florida's one of those things where people are all over the place. They most people want to get out of Florida and survive. Does this put you kind of where do you where you want to be or ahead? Yeah, I think um, I was in like seventh place, uh, you know, overall for AOI after this weekend, and then I bumped up when I registered for uh, Mari because you get some 
you get some points just for registering. But mm -hmm. uh, seventh place overall, I mean, it's better than I expected. I didn't really have any expectations going down. I was hoping that uh, we did well, uh, but you know, going in with with no real free time to pre fish, it's it's kind of, it's a gamble. You know, and same with going down to Lake Murray. We're gonna have a little bit more time going down to Murray. You should know, have we should two days. So well, double the amount of pre-fishing time. Yeah, stop. <laughs> we go, you know, we'll get like a we'll have like a what a six hour drive in the morning. So we might have some time on Thursday to, to do a little fishing scouting. Um, but again, that's a, it's a still a gamble. You know what I mean? You're we're only gonna have one full day to pre-fish. Yeah. Uh, so but you've I, got some history on Murray too, right? You've been fishing yeah. the KBF long enough. You they go down there quite often, so you 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 have some yeah. history there. I only fished it last year. Um, and that okay. was again that was another weird one. Um, I went yeah. down, I went I went for a week. I went down and I got there on Monday, or maybe I got there on Sunday. I can't remember, but I fished, I worked while I was down there because I worked from home. So I worked, I pre-fished in the mornings, um, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And then I took Wednesday off and I fished and I was hoping to, to work again on Friday. Uh, Pre-fishing went well, but it went terrible. So I took, you know, I just, I lost that Wednesday vacation day. So I fished five days, five or six days, um, at least a little bit, some of the days. And then I had three full days of pre-fishing and I caught like three, nine inches, maybe a 12, maybe one was a keeper. Um, but uh it was a terrible pre-fish. So I just was like, you know, I was fishing all the muddy water up north. And um, I just asked John, I said, all right, I'm looking for cleaner water. And I knew that John had been fishing the clean water. So I just said, hey, show me some of the ramps you launched from. You know what I mean? And I just, I looked at them and, you know, I picked one. And, uh, you know, it turned out to be pretty good spot. Uh, I, I placed seventh there. Conant did the same thing. They had a terrible pre-fish, him and Brundle and stuff. And they picked a random spot. Conan picked the same random spot, and he finished second both days. Uh, so I did seventh the first day, and then the second day, I, I I like to think I would have figured out the bite, but I didn't have the right rod with me because um, I did see some big fish in this one area, and uh, I just didn't have the right rod to get into them. Um, but you know, still seventh place, you know, isn't bad. So I, I I'll, I'm obviously going to check that spot out again this year. But, mm -hmm. you know, again, I have no expe expectations going into this one. These are gambles. Um, once uh, once they start, you know, April comes around and they start having the, the, the events up here, I'll start. That's when I'll use up my uh, vacation time and really yeah. kind of buck down. And I think if the weather holds, right, if we don't have some stupid-ass teams cold front coming through uh, the, the week of or the day of, I think the Murray tournament, is going to put out bigger fish than the Hobie at Santee. Yeah. Um, I, it, I think you're hitting that Murray tournament at the right time where Santee, we're going to, we're going to hit it at a good time, but it's not the peak. Like at Santee, it's, a, it's shallower water, warm up quicker. The, the bigger fish tend to move up in February. You know, if the weather's average, if we don't have any stupid cold, super cold stuff or if the water doesn't drop for some reason. So I think we're hitting Santee a little bit later because I'm fishing that with a Hobie BOS. Unfortunately, I can't fish uh, the Murray tournament, but I think that Murray tournament is going to be one of the biggest bag tournaments th this year. Um, if everything, if the weather holds, right, if everything stays good, we don't get a bunch of rain, don't get cold. It That right there is going to be a monster, monster tournament. 
Yeah, I hope so. I mean, the last year they had a ton of rain right before we got there, and that's what muddied yep. up that whole, like, I mean, it was probably more than half the lake was mud, yeah. you know? So. Hey, Maybe, Mike uh, wants to know if you have any waypoints you could share him. No, I don't. Hey, Mike, I will tell you this from growing up in South Carolina. I heard, I heard taking a drop shot at the dam is the way to go. I heard that's suicidal. Look, the, the, the dam at Murray. The dam at Murray is where the stories of catfish bigger than cars yeah. comes from. That's where that originated from. You so. talking about the, the Southern Dam or the one way up north, up the river? No, no, it's the the Southern, the Deep Dam, the one way down south. I, nice. I'm just, I'm just, y'all, I'm just fucking with you. It was a joke. It was a joke. Don't go fish <laughs> anything I tell you at Murray. <laughs> it was a fucking joke. God damn, y'all fucked that shit up. I won't be there. No, I was gonna say because the there were some people that fished up at that dam at the river, up the river last time. Oh, well, which so that cut- would make sense, especially with especially with a lot of rain, because that's going to be the first to clear up. Yeah. If you you know, two or three days after that rain, that's going to be the first to start to clear up. So, I think it should be off limits though, because it's twenty five miles away from the damn lake. <laughs> you're, not, you're not fishing the lake. It's not a Lake Murray tournament, but if you're 25 miles away, hey you know, man, I mean, you, look, I don't, look I don't that's the great thing about kayaks. You can go wherever the fuck you want to. It ain't a bass boat. Yep. You get on the water, you can fish it. But see, that's the difference, too. I think I had never fished y'all's lakes, but the lakes down here are a lot larger in general than some of the stuff y'all fish, right? Am I right or wrong? I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know, we, our biggest public, our biggest lake that we could fish that's public water is like fifteen hundred acres in Massachusetts. Oh my! There God. are there are four other ones, and they're all private. Like two, you can kind of fish some areas, or you can fish. Uh, you can do some shore fishing, but um, they're they're basically private. Uh, it's drinking water. So our biggest, the biggest public lake in Massachusetts is fifteen hundred acres. Wow. Yeah, so we going down south. That's what that's what makes it difficult. Like I was telling Ted when he was talking about not fishing on Sunday, I was telling him about my my first trip down to the national championship on Kentucky Lake. It's like it was for me. It was terrible. Like I didn't know what the hell to do. It was huge. Yeah. You know, there's this coves. I'm fishing coves that are bigger than the lakes we have. All right. Yeah, I mean Kentucky Lake is a damn big. That's a huge piece of water. Yeah. yeah, and I did terrible. I mean, I I quit after day one. Went home. I remember my first time down to a down like real down south to go fish a big tournament was Alabama and we pulled up to that first creek and I was like they consider this a creek and a river like this is bigger than lakes we have this bitch looks like the Atlantic Ocean yeah well that was eerie eerie was really humbling. Yeah, Eric, when you go to one of those lakes the first time, and you're like, wait a minute, I cannot see the other side. What are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, I right. went way offshore Erie day two of that super trail. Because you hear that's where people are getting them. And yeah. you think, oh, maybe I can find Dude, it is sketchy when you look around and you see like a shadow of shore in one direction, <laughs> and that's it. And then the so you wind gotta, starts you you got to get on YouTube before you go to Erie and start watching the videos of the dude surfing out there with the storm <laughs> out there surfing in like twenty foot waves. I knew it was like, a 
I knew it was a bad idea when we were launching in a marina where there were boats leaving with triple Mercuries on the back. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's funny is 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 we hear all the stories about the Great Lakes and the waves and the high waters, but if you talk to or if you listen and ask seasoned bass anglers, you know, ask them to list their top two or three uh, sketchiest lakes they've been on. A a majority of them will always have Santee Cooper in that. They will have it because Santee Cooper is super duper shallow and the way the the way the wind sets up with your predominant winds, like it is, it's it can it can wreck your world out there. So I mean, you know, it's it's a whole different story out there when you get to it. That's the thing with a kayak, though. I mean, you we can get to places that they can't get to. The uh, bass boats or bass boats in general can't get to. I mean, that's that's the fun thing about it. But we can still also go fish offshore. I mean, we can we can hit everything in between, in the offshore, and then up into the parts that other people gain. That's that's the exciting part about it. Absolutely, definitely, definitely gets sketchy sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. There's a, there's sometimes you make it back to shore and you go, wow, that was really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hit the ramp, and you're like, yes, I yeah. made it back. <laughs> Told, I told this story recently that year at Presque Isle, it was like because it, it was pretty calm. I forget what day it was, day one or day two, and it was pretty calm. And when the wind started kicking up, we're inside the bay, you know, Presque Isle. And I mean, it, that was it just, day one, it just started to it feel weird one. like something was weird, and you just couldn't really figure out what was happening. Then you start noticing the water, what it was doing, it was even, it was just slowly going up. And slowly going down. And like at first you could just kind of feel it and you couldn't see it. And then it just it was like a and then it was like it was breathing, you know, and it just kept getting higher and higher. And the next, you know, it was just it was crazy. I but still think I still think though one of the sketchiest ones we've been on is probably one of our smallest, you know, bigger lakes. And that was uh Winnie. Winnie that year we were up there for KBF and that like microburst tornado lightning. <laughs> Whatever that was rolled through, that was uh that was one I made it to land and was was very happy. I was. Assured. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that one. That one didn't hit me where I was at. Dude, we were crossing the boat lane and it was it was bad. Actually, Jesse was with me for that one. Um, dude, it was bad winds. You had bass boats running at you know top speed to get out of there and. Yeah, we crossed that boat lane completely. Were you paddling at the time, too? No, <laughs> no. Actually, uh, that was my first time ever in a pedal drive. That was when okay. I borrowed uh, Johnny DeCenzo's. So uh, that was even that was even harder trying to learn how to uh, pedal in that. So, so any, any other tips or any other recollections or funny moments from the Kissimmee Trail that y'all had? Uh, driving down at the house, fishing, going up. Any, any, any other little tidbits that y'all want to drop? We had, we had, we had some funny conversations. <laughs> <on the way. laughs> 
Well, look, look, this this ain't this ain't this ain't no regular podcast. Like you can you can be free with these conversations if you'd like to share them. It was just regular so much. I don't even remember. (laughs) Just regular banter. I mean, I'm going to put some of it out. Some of it's hilarious. Um, We we talked about old school ICP and DMX. Oh shit! Oh my god! Hold on! Time out! Time out! Time out! Look, y'all. If 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 DMX wasn't dead, I swear to you. Earlier today, I take my my chocolate lab with me and put him in a truck when I go do my job crushing trash. And I get to the stoplight, getting onto the 440, which is a bypass, interstate bypass. And I'm sitting there; it's a long light, and I hear ah, 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 ah. I, I look over like oh, I got my headphones in, listen to a podcast. I look over. I swear to you, it's fucking DMX in the car beside me talking to my dog who's in the passenger <laughs> seat. And so I roll the window down and I'm like, hey, he's like talking to my dog. Well, it, it was DMX. It was DMX. It was. That's all I got to say. He's the new Elvis. He ain't dead. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm saying it was DMX because he was all <laughs> up on it, man. It was cool as shit. Well, where? All right, uh, we'll 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 get to where they can find you. What's next for you, Ken? You got Murray coming up. We know that. What are you fishing? You're fishing the KBF, obviously. Are you fishing any of the other trails? I don't. I don't know. I don't think I could fit any more in. I mean, I'm fishing yeah. so many because I got EKF Elite Kayak fishing up here. We, you know, we have a regional trail now. Um, mm-hmm. So I got those. I'm doing the KFL stuff, you know. So that starts up in June. And then what I got KFL the, team are you on? Uh, the Massachusetts Maulers, the champions, oh, champs. <laughs> Jeez, y'all, y'all are like the the bulls, the 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 ninety seven ninety eight bulls, dude. That yeah. team is stacked. Ken, Matt, Brundle, Ferreira, Patron, Marcone. I have to mention him just because he's the only one I didn't. So, <laughs> but but see, that's the thing is you you list those names and you say, oh, Northeasterners, Northeasterners. Every one of those motherfuckers are down there in the Midwest, the Southeast, Texas, Louisiana. They're fishing all those waters. They're finishing high. They're winning. Like I. Patron just came in third down in Kissimmee yeah. in the pro in the uh, trail two, and he finished in the money day one too. He just moved up north though. He's not really a northerner. <laughs> yeah, wasn't he from Tennessee? Yeah, he's, he's from down south, but yeah, he lives in New York now. But no, I mean, I make a I joke about that. Years, yeah, I make a joke, but last year I think it was pretty much every trail event. Somebody from mm-hmm. the northeast in the top 10 yep. you know the, yep. the ones that were farther away like texas and stuff we didn't go down there but yeah the guys you know we used to make jokes up here i mean jason gardner made stickers that said no respect one year because i actually just, have one yeah they just yeah. Blew, they blew us <laughs> off i mean when me and joe daddio made the the 10 that first year those guys not all of them obviously but some of those guys uh you know they were like yeah they don't deserve it you know they're they're there's cuz at that year i think uh the state challenges were were included in angler of the yep. year and stuff they were like they don't have the same kind of competition that we do and blah 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 they don't deserve it and then they treat a lot of them treated us like we didn't deserve it they didn't talk to us 
They didn't sit with us when we went to dinner. You know, we're in the tent house with them, and Joe and I are sitting by ourselves every night for dinner. <laughs> you know? So it, it, it kind of, it, you know, it, it didn't light a fire under our ass. So other people were like, oh, they got a chip on their shoulder. But it wasn't. We are just like, we know how to fish, you know. And now we got, that was in the beginning. Now we got Conan and Brundle and, you know, Ryan Nye and Tibbins and all these Mass- other guys. Massachusetts had three rookies of the year in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Did Joe get rookie of the year? He did. Yeah, yeah, that was my rookie year. And then it was Randall and then Matt. Conant. Yeah. Conant was in KBF. Conant was rookie of the year. Would win a national championship. Series champ. Challenge series champ. He he literally won every fucking thing you could win. And everybody was like, oh, that'll happen every year. Well, it didn't happen this year, did it? Mm-hmm. You know, or last year, you know? So, yeah. I, but see, that's what's, that's what's interesting, though, is is we all have local anglers that could fish at a highly competitive level nationally. But are they able to to do that, either family, financially, whatever it is, but when we start to talk, you know, and, and let's be, let's take college football, right? College football, we it's it's all about your team and then the conference you're in. So the SEC, the ACC, all this and that, and it, it's 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 the same with fishing, right? People are going to pull for the folks that are in their area, and the ones that aren't in their area, they're going to talk shit about. But what happens is 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 just like in football, we see those areas, those conferences, those people that succeed wherever they go. And, and you have to give them respect for that. And especially for you, for, for folks in that Northeast area, because down here I'm fishing fucking year. There's not a day in the year. I can't go put my kayak in the water. I don't have ice. Now there's children <laughs> and work and shit like that that keeps me from doing it. But I can do that every day. You, you y'all, y'all might be iced out for a month or two months. So, but it, but it's interesting, and that was a big reason of having y'all on here. Not just because you know I like Shags and he's a hooks at hoodlum, but you know having that perspective of y'all heading down to Florida, having a short pre-fishing time period. And going down there and finishing where you did, where other people struggled and didn't finish as high as you, that shows that shows experience. It shows understanding bodies of water and how to find fish and then how to catch them. And so it's, it's various. And, and the other thing about that, y'all traveling that distance, which I, I wanted to touch on, and we did. Was was how you interact with the folks in your house and around the tournament, and how you talk and what you do because that's the camaraderie of kite fishing that I've been a part of locally, and I see nationally with other people. Is there's a lot of camaraderie and sit in having that time together uh, to do that. I miss uh, I miss how it used to be before COVID. I mean, I remember Lake George. God, we had like 16 guys smashed into mm. an Airbnb. I mean, we had guys sleeping on air mattresses in the kitchen. You couldn't stand up to take a piss without accidentally kicking somebody in the ribs. <laughs> it, it was awesome. 
yeah, COVID hit and it was it just killed it. It was weird, you know. And then th- last year it didn't it didn't pick up either, you know. I'm hoping I'm hoping we can get back to some of that this year. I mentioned it kind of COVID kind of turned it into. I've kind of noticed we kind of roll in like groups of four now. Yeah, like it's kind of you know same groups of four instead of one big group. Oh, okay. But. So we got really off topic. Ken, are you fishing strictly KBF? Or are you going to step out into any other trails besides your? Because you you lead the the EKF or yeah. uh, shit. So elite kayak fishing. Yeah. So in in KFL, those are your those are your your bread and butter. That's what yep. you're focusing on this year, right? Yeah, I got I got a lot of KBF uh, events scheduled. I got Murray. Then I'm doing Lake uh, Champlain. What do they got? Champlain, Massalonsky, Potomac. Wouldn't what's, what's that? Yucky, right? Yep. Yeah. So there's four up here close by. And then, you know, John and I have been talking about hitting up that Denver, Colorado one. Um, yeah. okay. Be able to work from there. And then I'd be able to work from there as well. So we might make that a 30 plus hour drive. Dude, that's uh, a haul, but that's a damn, that's one of the prettiest drives y'all will make ever. Yeah, it'd be fun. So so there's there's a lot of opportunities there. And then, of course, the national championship. But, I mean, if I could fit a, a, a Hobie one in, I know they're going to Susquehanna, I believe, again. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I, I freaking hate that place. I've done terrible. I fished it there twice now. First time I went there, the spot I fished, it was flooded. I could only fish this little eddy. I had a, I had a paddle big rig back then. And I could only mm. fish this little eddy. Damn. Well, a paddle yeah. big rig. Yeah, it's the original Holy one. Shit. Yeah, yeah. So that water, I could not. The f- fastest I could go was paddle in place when I got out into the current. You know what I mean? And I was like, I mean, I was paddling like crazy. I just could never get any forward momentum. So I literally, right by the ramp, I fished an eddy all day. There were like six of us in that little tiny spot. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I caught fish. But then the last time I went there, I went to that spot again because I didn't have a time to pre-fish, and it was like six inches deep. And I'm like, what the hell? So that's been my experience at the Susquehanna. I've done terrible both times. But I'd like to go back. So I don't know. I'll look at the schedule. I know they're coming to Winnie, but uh, we got an EKF event on Oneida the same day, you know. So uh, we're not changing that date. So I'll be be fishing that. Um, But I don't know. You know, I'm I'm not doing any bass. That's for sure. That's all that's like way down there. Yeah, they're very southern. Shags, what you got going on uh, for the rest of the year, buddy? Uh, I don't. No, if I'm gonna do the Potomac, but uh, after Murray, I think my next one's gonna be Massa for KBF, and that's a EKF doubleheader. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna do Champlain Winnie's a doubleheader EKF. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm gonna do Oneida or if I'm gonna do Winnie because that's gonna be a drive up on a Friday. So you bet uh, everybody. Listen, everybody was all like, oh, I'm fishing. I'm definitely fishing EKF. And now now there's that hype behind Hobie where they're selling no, mine's, out. Oh, mine's fishing Hobie. Mine's the drive because I'm I'm getting out after work. So I could either drive two hours to Winnie or drive, what's it, eight to Oneida? Damn, you're that far from mm-hmm. Oneida? Oh, yeah. Shit, dude. I could, I could make it to y'all's house in about eight hours. Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it'd be like sixteen. <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm sorry, but your your math is wrong. <laughs> I used to be a police officer. I can get out of speeding tickets. 
Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, Ted, Ted, what you got going on, dude? Do you know? I think we touched on this earlier, but like, what's the rest of your year look like? Oh, uh, I'll probably try to do a couple more like trail events, whichever the closest ones are. I'm going to try to do the BOS on Winnipesaukee. Um, I'm doing some Slay Nation tournaments this year. And then Frankie Hendy's to... Provolone Slay Nation, <laughs> baby. Woo! We're trying to uh, put Woo! together a small Slay Nation. Slay Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Actually, I meant no, to interrupt good. you, but it's my <laughs> podcast. So good, keep going. <laughs> We're trying to put together a little uh, Eastern Connecticut trail through Three Bells, um, so it should be fun too. We just we got our permits in over the weekend, so hopefully that'll pan out and get some some buzz for that going. Nice. All right, sweet. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, first, we got a couple other things left to do. First, any uh, any other tidbits from the past tournament leading up? Let's say from from the guys Ken, you and Shags, any any tips or tricks for folks that are getting a tournament fishing on the national level for the first time this year? Anything like that? Do not get discouraged. Everybody has those days in fishing. That's why it's called fishing, not catching. You know, no <laughs> matter how long you've been doing it. We all have days we skunk. Look at half the guys that were in the 10. Matt Scotch caught, what, one day one? So in this sport, you can go from zero to hero and uh, right back to zero real quick, so don't ever get discouraged. We all we all started there. When I started, I was in a $100 Coleman. Uh, looked like a little <laughs> in a boat with a <laughs> 66 ugly stick, man. Oh, dude, dude I, that, I threw that, the ugly stick. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that thing was awesome. Sanko, that's all I needed. <laughs> I went out with one pack of hooks and like one case of rubber worms. That's like <laughs> when I had Jordan Marshall on. Hit one of his stories was one of the one of the first. I can't remember exactly where. One of his first national tournaments was at Santee. His ass took a sun dolphin, like a twelve foot sun dolphin to Santee. I'm like, hold the fuck on, hold the fuck on, Jordan. <laughs> You took a sun dolphin to a national tournament to Santee. He's like, yeah, I'm never going back to that place ever again. I'm like, you, no, you were not prepared to fish Santee. But, yes, don't give up. Jordan Marshall didn't give up, and he's doing some good stuff now. But, yeah. Especially when you go to a different part of the country, too. Because, like, if, you know, the southern guys, if they ever start coming up here, they're going to have the same problems we had. You know, it fishes different up here. You know, the bass, like one of the big things is the bass don't school like they do down south. You know, so if they're out there looking, I mean, they do school, but it's not the same. Um, so there's a lot of differences. You know what I mean? And it just takes time. You just got to you got to put the time in time on the water. You know what I mean? It's, and it's tougher when it's down south because you're not doing it as often, you know, but you just got to you got to not if you go in thinking you're going to crush it, you're going to you're going to you know, you're going to be disappointed. Tumble. Tumbling. Yeah. That's, mm. that's for sure. Ted, Ted, parting words of wisdom from a uh, first-time national traveling angler. Um, hmm. Watch out for otters, and if you're the guy that tried to steal my food at Wendy's at the airport, fuck you, dude. What? <laughs> what? What? No, back, back the fuck up. Back the fuck up, Ted. What? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> this dude tried to steal my food at Wendy's at the Orlando airport, dude. I throw hands. You gotta tell How? the whole story. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. How does somebody look if somebody tried to steal my food? It's different than them stealing it if I wasn't looking, but they what like what happened? Because I'm I'm confused. All right, so I'm I'm, I'm waiting in line. So I'm really confused right now. <laughs> Paint the picture. I'm waiting in line and there's like a shit ton of people because it's the airport and it's Wendy's, you know, so everybody's trying to get their food real quick. They're trying to get and square, non-frozen, freshly grilled hamburgers. Fresh. And uh, so I'm waiting. Everybody's got their little number and shit, waiting for their food to get called. And I hear my number get called. But right before that, this kid kind of comes out of nowhere. I hadn't seen him anywhere in there waiting. Was all the same people that were with me in line were waiting in the same area I was. Stuart just kind of pushes through everybody, and he's got like a piece of paper in his hand that's all like folded up and crimp- like crumpled up and stuff. And they call my number, and he just walks right up and grabs the bag and starts walking away. And I'm like, "Hold the fuck up, dude!" Like, I'm like, "What? <laughs> what number did you just call?" And she she says my number. I'm like, "This is my food." I'm like, "What's your number?" And I point at the dude, and he just kind of t- puts his head down, turns around, just fucking books it, walks right away. <laughs> He didn't have a number. That's slick. Yeah. I'm sure he does it every day. That's smart. But what what I'm going to tell you is there's two things you need to do. One is get a hook set hoodlum toboggan and get rid of that bitch you wear now. (laughs) And second, and second, you need to gain some weight. Because ain't nobody doing that shit to me (laughs) at no fucking Wendy's because I will snatch him up by the neck and whip him like a bull whip. Like, that shit ain't happening to fat people. They don't do that shit to fat people. They do it to skinny bitches like you. Fair enough. Why do you think I was at Wendy's, though? I, I'm <laughs> 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 All right. We're going to start wrapping this up. Uh, typically, we have our, our shotgun questions, but since we've, we've got two guys that have never done it, that shit would take too fucking long because I can't just ask a question and accept the answer. I have to have Put some stupid ass commentary in there. So let's you know anybody you want to thank your sponsors, the trails you you fish with, or the ones you lead. It doesn't matter. Now's the time for you to shout out the people that you love. Could be your mama, your daddy, your girlfriend, your your baby mama, your side chick. I don't give a shit. Just look. Let's keep the podcast going for at least eight to eight minutes to thirty more minutes. But Ted, start it off, buddy. Who you want to thank for uh, being allowing you to fish? Um, I want to thank my grandfather for sure for getting me involved in fishing when I was a little kid, taking me out, teaching me the ropes. Um, my my mom for for holding everything down for me, watching my dog and everything while I'm down there fishing. Um, and then I would say probably two dollars for giving me the time off to to make this a reality and uh. I'd, Team Hobie, Team Yak Power, and Kayak Cushion. Those are the three I'd really like to shout out. Um, Stretching Lines, too. They're great. Um, I'll take care of me. So, Couldn't ask for better people to look after me. Stretching Lines, Damien Hookset, brother. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. (laughs) There we go. Shags, my man. Holly, your folks, Hulse. Um, Start with Hookset Hoodlums. Thank you guys for uh, all the apparel and everything you do and uh, bringing us all together, people like Paul, to uh, come take over 
Alex's podcast while he's gone. Uh, <laughs> while he's go- when his ass gets back, I'm going to be able to get drunk and have a good time and I have to fucking leave this shit no more. <laughs> um, I want to thank Fresh Baits. Uh, everything I usually throw for soft plastics has something to do with them. Uh, especially go check out their new uh, Helamite for a Ned drop shot bait. Uh, I want to thank Dakota Lithium for uh, powering my kayak, and uh, we got some new things coming this year, maybe a trolling motor, so uh, for powering that as well, so that should be nice. Um, And then uh, I want to thank Old Glory Outdoors, uh, Joe, you know, Wait, wait, who the fuck is Joe Brown? I don't know. I do know Meg Brown. Meg Brown actually runs it over there. So if you need anything, call and ask for Meg. Um, Just kidding. Don't do that. It'll probably make her really upset. Call and ask for Joe. (laughs) What's the the direct line to get to Meg? Uh, I just called Joe like five times, and then usually (laughs) on the sixth, I'll get a call back. But, uh, (laughs) no, if you call the shop, uh, the guys that work there are amazing. Uh, Zach, their manager, I'm actually going to be fishing a big boat series with him this year. I'll be uh, co-angling out the back of his boat. So uh, give those guys a call. Even if they don't have it, they can usually get it for you. Um, And then uh, Dead Fish Gear and – I want to thank Ken Wood, you know, for kind of setting up the whole Massachusetts scene, you know, without uh, MAKB, I wouldn't know any of this, you know, that's where it all started. And then, you know, even in 2018, man, uh, you were, you were the guy we all started traveling with. So uh, thank you for starting this Northeast community in Massachusetts. Finally, somebody thanks me. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Hey, I, I want to say, I want to say, <laughs> fuck you, Kim Wood. You haven't done shit for North Carolina. That's all. No. I can say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ken, holla out, out you. All, all ninety five thousand trails you run, all the shit you do. <laughs> like this, this is your time to to pimp your people. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I thank uh, Dakota Lithium. Um. You know, they were one of my first sponsors. I mean, I just got two 60-amp-hour batteries in the mail today. Um, that's Whoa! The, Jeez. Yeah. yeah what that was, I'm, less I'm, than those batteries? <laughs> now, now I just need to get that damn Newport Vessels motor. Hell yeah. Um, and I'll be good to go. Um, what, Jackson, kayak, what kayak you putting that on? It'll be on the Jackson Big Rig for now. I'm going to be mm. uh, switching it up a uh, few months. I can't say anything about that. Um, okay. But. I'll be switching it up. I'll be in a new kayak, um, but you know it'll still be a Jackson. Um, but yeah, so thanks, Jackson. I've been, you know, that that I bought the big rig. That was my first big kayak, so I I, I love it. You know, I've stuck with them the whole time, and unless they do something really weird, you know, I'll stick with them until you know I die. I guess. I um, <laughs> Why the fuck do you have to take this podcast into this? Yeah, Sorry. Just be happy uh, about your. Well, I will. I love my Jackson Big Rig to the end of time. That's all you yeah, have to say. There we go. End of time. time. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then three bells. You know, I, I I'm on the three bells team. Uh, you know, they've been fantastic. White glove Derek, service. Yep. 
Derek hooked me up with uh, a good install this time, and same with Derek. And then uh, Lauren's just awesome. Um, and that's all I have for sponsors. Um, so, you know, uh, I'll just pimp MAKB. You know, if you're from Massachusetts and you, you want to fish a, a, a great trail, we got two divisions. We got an Eastern Division, Western Division, uh, Massachusetts Kayak Bass, and just look us up. Which, which division is best? Oh, I don't know. East, East, I, I think. East yes. is the. East I is think the it's got a little bit more to. Show the fisherman said whatever division he runs. Yeah. Like, is is the best by far? The rest of y'all are pretty much northern <laughs> rednecks, is what he said. Let's, yeah. let's put it this way: the East has Kenwood, John Ferreira, Derek Brundle, Matt Conant. Um, who else am I missing? Joe Bruce, Daddy, Bruce, 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 Bruce. I mean, yeah, it's. Well, I mean, the the the, the West. We're not. I'm not. I'm not going to disparage the West. You know what I mean? They they were new last year. They didn't have a ton of people. So, but that's how that's how the Eastern Division was when so we started. Fisherman, so. He wasn't going to disparage the West. But what I heard was y'all fucking suck. All right, Ken. Finish. Finish. No, no. Finish going. Um. Yeah, so just you know, if you want to come out and fish, I run the Eastern Division with with the, you know a couple guys. Sean runs the Western Division with uh, Nelson, um, and also if you want to do some regional events, we got Elite Kayak Fishing. Um, those are some big money events. Um, you know, you can win, you can win a good amount of money with those. We're doing something this year called the Double Down. So you you pay a second entry fee, and it's a it's a winners take all pot. So if you win, if you win the event and you double down, you could, you know, you walk away at five grand. You know, make, it's a pretty. What's that? Make sure you read the rules on that, because I got real excited when I was in second at A one for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they they didn't win anything. And he's like, what? It's <laughs> a lot. That's a lot. I won thirty six bucks for third place team. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's. Just- about it yep what does ekf start to be as like you got the all-american that in the last year really took a huge leap in that that midwestern area to still regional but people started putting them in the national scene does ekf start to reach that kind of yeah, I mean, Oops, we, no we touch. We'd like to. It's a it's a lot of work, you know. We'd we'd like to, you know. Yeah. Twenty twenty three, we're going to two day events. Um, oh shit! Big we're doing big money entries. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we'll up it. We upped it a little bit this year, but that was just to cover like fees and crap that we so paid out of what, pocket. What are what what are those entries? Hundred thirty bucks. Okay, so, so that's it, it. Ain't cheap. It ain't yeah, local no. level entry. I mean, that's that's fairly yeah, decent have, large entry. Great, you know. We we take like. I think we're taking 15 from the pot this year. It's like five for credit card processing fees, five for admin stuff, and then oh, the pay uh, five, like for, the, five for the championship for the championship. Uh, yeah, because the championship's always going to have less people. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's still going to be huge payouts, you know. So it's it's if you don't want to travel too much and you want to kind of get into something that's kind of similar to that national scene, but on a regional level, you know, you kayak fishing perfect. And then who knows what will happen. We've discussed, you know, we've had people talk about, hey, you should bring this down south or out west or something. And maybe someday, but, you know, not for now. For now, it's regional, and it's a, it's a pretty good pretty good trail. Cool. cool. All right, y'all, y'all fellas yeah. got any Real anything quick. else you want to bring up? Shag, Shags, go ahead. Bring it up, buddy. 
I did forget, and Sean will be mad at me. Uh, I am also co-director of a uh, multi-species tournament. If you oh, shit. get into that uh, nationwide, go check it out on Fishing Chaos. It's called Chronic Trips. So, yeah. That's it. <laughs> All right, so for us here at Bass and Brews, and I say us because Alex ain't here, but I'm a pretendies here. Bass and Brews, thank you to Hookset Hoodlums. We are not sponsored for, by them. They have not given us a fucking dime of money or a penny, but they have some really awesome gear. They got they got some great owners. It is a family. The Hookset Hoodlum guys is something else. Go check their stuff out. Use code HEELS, H-E-E-L-S-10, HEELS10. Or Shags. Was, <laughs> shags 10. And, and when we say Shags, it's C-H, not yeah. S-H. <laughs> C-H-A-G-S 10. T-E-Y-E-N 10. 10. 10. 10. <laughs> a fucking 10. I give her a 10 if, if you've watched. You watch that, that movie, you know what I'm talking about. But thank you guys to coming on, sharing your stories. Ted, you're a little quiet tonight, buddy. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to work on your presence on camera. Because if you're gonna Fair fish enough. with these guys, I can promise you your ass is gonna be in front of a camera at some point in the top one, two, or three of a tournament. You got to be a little more animated, buddy. You gotta start throwing shit at the camera or raising your finger like I do. But thank y'all for I'll coming. I want to be in this. the top three and Nick needs help holding one of his checks up. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous of the ones that have your name on it. I didn't know this. <laughs> He's got third I, place. He didn't get his name. How Look. did that happen? <laughs> oh, no, you got like three of them. But Shags, that happens when you've been fishing since 2005 in the kayak world. They must have <laughs> back when they cared. Out. They must have mailed those after. <laughs> They're cool. But thank y'all for coming on. This was this was great. It's a lot. It's live. We had a good good audience in. We had quite a few people commenting. Enjoyed it. It was great to finally talk to Ken. Shags, fuck you. You're an asshole. <laughs> Ted, it was great meeting you. But um, y'all follow. Oh shit. I know I was forgetting something. Tell them where they can follow you on social media. Ken, go ahead. Where can they follow you, Boog? Um, so yeah, I just I just changed all my pages to something very very unique and creative. Uh, uh, Kenwood Fishing at uh, <laughs> everybody else. Uh, yeah, so Instagram it's Kenwood Fishing. Uh, YouTube it's Kenwood Fishing, and uh, I got a Facebook fishing page called Kenwood Fishing as well because fishing with wood is unprofessional. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, that's how you get the clicks. Fishing with wood on the rubber side. Yeah. What what's your podcast, Ken? Tell us about that. Oh yeah. So that's um that was originally John's. Oh, actually, it was originally me and John, and then it's changed, and then now it then it was just John, and then uh now I'm back on it. So it's called the breakdown. Um we're gonna change the name of it because if you if you Google the breakdown podcast, there's like five million of them named that. So we gotta. Shags is telling me about y'all's podcast, the breakdown. I'm like, 
I have searched for every kayak fishing fucking podcast in this world. I have never heard of this podcast. Yeah. And he tells me a breakdown. I, I type it in. I'm like, hmm, there's no breakdown podcast about fishing. <laughs> I'm, I'm scrolling to the right. Nothing. Oh, yeah. and, and, and then he goes, oh, let me send you a picture. So Nate, Nate Shagnon goes and, and finds the podcast and, and screenshots it and send me a picture. I'm like, Nate, just fucking share the link. He goes, <laughs> how do you do that? I don't know how to work the phone. <laughs> I'm like, look at the three dots in the tight red corner. And he goes, oh, yeah, share. Copy yeah. link. Send it to me. That's how I found it. So, yeah, so I don't know what the fuck. I don't know why y'all shit doesn't pop up, but you can type in the breakdown kayak fishing, yeah. and you still don't come up. It's yeah, it's just, I think it's just it's too many. It's too many podcasts with that similar name. So it's a great name for 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 what we wanted it to be, you know. Right. But yeah, it's just it's too. So uh, we're coming up to the Kenwood podcast. I guarantee you, it'll be first every time you search. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I've I've only been on the last. Four episodes. He, okay. John did an interview with me once, just me and him, uh, a while back. But the last like four have been just him and I. It's doing he pretty bas- good. Ken basically did what you did to Swamp Rat, just hopped on. Look, no. so I, I met, I messaged Alex says, "Hey, if you ever have an opening, I would love to come on." He brought me on. I kept his ass up for two and a half hours. <laughs> he invited me to be the co-host. Three episodes later. And now here I am sit, sitting here talking to you assholes. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually funny because the first time I did this show, there was like an hour time limit. He was no. like, you're done in an hour. So hard. Mm-hmm. So hard. <laughs> an hour. Like, I don't even know how you do it. You know? Look, Especially look. all these side stories and stuff. And then we're like, what Whoa. are you talking about? <laughs> but even when Alex was here, he would be shutting shit down at like 55 minutes. When Alex went off on his cruise, I, my podcast lasts two hours. Matter of <laughs> fact, we're two hours and eight minutes in, and this is average. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when he gets back, he's gonna have to fix his shit because we have grown an audience of people that like long form podcasts. We're going two hours. We're going an hour and forty five minutes at the latest. So, all right. Anybody, uh, uh, anything else? What am I missing? <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram at shags29, ch29, and then uh, my Facebook's just Nate Shagna. Nate, when we get when we gonna get the YouTube started, Halls? To be honest, man, I swear way too much in the boat to be on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Between Wait. swearing and cigarette smoking, I just I wasn't meant to be on YouTube. Shags, you wait, you wait till you start seeing my YouTube videos because I'm recording everything and I'm posting that shit every, every tournament this year. Sometimes, so I I have a video called "The Struggle Is Real," but. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm it, I'm going to search for that shit tonight because I love it already. I did it. I did it back in 2016, and it's all just me struggling with fish trying to measure them. 
And I was watching it, and it was just so many cuss cuss words. And I mean, at one point, I said, "Can we say the c word here?" So I said, "Mother cunt." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm watching. I'm like, God, I got. I've never said that in my entire life. <laughs> moment apparently so what i what i did is i went through it again and i bleeped out all the cuss words and it made it even funnier made it funnier and then i re-uploaded yeah. it so. yeah. sound like a song sound like a rock song yeah, yeah. sometimes you know censoring yourself can be funny well so i just this. that's how i regularly talk oh like, yeah dude, everybody I, up here does he he actually pointed out to me uh and John's breakdown when he first started it. The first podcast just regular. Then my episode was second, and there's a nice little explicit mark next to <laughs> mine. Well, well, so here, here's the thing. So I always tell our guests, I didn't tell y'all because we was running late and Ted showed up like 15 minutes after everybody else and fucked it all Sorry. up. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Facebook, if you can start, er, Facebook sends me a message 18 times a day. You can start early, but you can't start 10 minutes late. That's what they tell me. So that's why I, so I was freaking the fuck out today trying to tell y'all when we're going to die. changing times anyway. Alex says, all right, Paul, you can't cuss in the first two minutes. So I was like, okay, why? He's like, YouTube will demonetize you. So when we get guests on, I go through, y'all y'all are here. I go through, you can't say this, you can't say this, you can't say this, blah, 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 blah. This will talk about no cussing in the first two minutes. Everybody's like, why? I'm like, because Alex said they'll demonetize you. I'm like, oh, I ain't never heard that shit before. Some of these motherfuckers got like 25,000 YouTube followers. <laughs> but... They also ain't Bass and Brews podcast where we cuss <laughs> like there ain't no tomorrow. But Shags, what I'm telling you, listen, watch my YouTube videos coming up at, when I start catching fish again because I'm going to post my shit real like I do the rest of my stuff. I talk to the camera a lot and I'm self-deprecating, so I call myself a lot of names. Listen to it. I'm going to post it and we'll see how it does. All right. Thank y'all so much yeah. for coming on. We we gotta we let appreciate Ted plug it. his Instagram and Facebook. Oh god dang! Thank you, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I knew that's why I brought you on here to make sure I didn't fuck <laughs> up. Ted, tell us about where we can find you, House. Um, it's just boy underscore meets underscore fish on Instagram and Ted Douglas on Facebook. It's a love story. <laughs> Oh, and Ken, you, you should you should do your podcast in the morning and call it Morning Wood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a funny story. When I, I joined the Air Force. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, speaking of Morning Wood, let me tell you a funny story. Dude, I joined the Air Force, and every day we would wake up, and everybody in my flight would be like, Morning Wood, and they would all giggle. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what the? F- Why is that fun? It, it's so like I had never heard it in my entire life until. And, and finally, when I got it, I was like, "How is this the first time that anybody's ever said this to me?" I'm 20, 20 years it had, old. It had to be. It had to be somebody from the country, the yeah, south, bro. that started it. It had yeah. to be. I had never heard it my entire life. But yeah, twenty years old. <laughs> 
everybody's saying it. And I was really confused at first. It just never dawned on me. <laughs> so dumb. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway. All right. We're going to hit the outro. Y'all stay on so we can wrap it up in the, the post-live event. Sorry, listeners. You don't get to hear that shit because <laughs> what you hear now is PG compared to that. Thank y'all for listening. Thank you for tuning in for all of y'all that tuned in on Facebook and YouTube. We greatly appreciate it. Hopefully we're going to start doing a little bit more live stuff in the future, but we're going to need more than 14 and 15 people to come on here for me to continue to do this because I'm hungry. All right. Thank you. Listen to Bass and Brews Fishing Podcast. Hell. Yeah.